Stop talking. Get in, sit down, shut up, and hold on. Can I, do? Can I please say one more thing? Ladies and gentlemen, D. Snyder. Let's play. this thing here <laughs> and and it goes out into people's houses and stuff come on it hasn't been that long it felt long it did i it, thought so too yeah it definitely felt like a long vacation which i just sort of realized yesterday i said it's you know some vacations fly by and this one for some reason did feel a little bit longer I, uh, well i'm glad to see you felt that way too because mm -hmm. I'm thinking maybe it's all, you know, I did a lot of different things and I went a lot of places and that made it seem long. Dark side, how that 144 hours of hunting with Hank work out? <laughs> it's a good time. The marathon. <laughs> that was actually, I believe, uh, uh, that was Clark's brother Griswold <laughs> suggested that that might have been your vacation experience. <laughs> Very close to it. I, I'm guessing it's similar since you have the matching camo do-rag and t-shirt on some today so I, i'm sure we'll find out about that later look. Yeah, <laughs> it works that's sweet that's a sweet look there and what was that only 14.95 uh with a subscription to hunting with hank magazine yep that came with it that's great it's great you got all that stuff everybody looks bright-eyed and bushy-tailed relatively Nick, you look uh, rested, dare I say rested. You do. Yeah, I'm pretty rested. Even a new haircut for the new week. Yeah. Week is short, though. It's just a week, you know? You should be well, able to, like, I don't know, take... That was like a breather, you know, <laughs> that last week. And this week, we should be, like, flying somewhere, going somewhere on vacation. So... <laughs> Set up week to the vacation, yeah. recovery week, then vacation. Yeah, we should be in a plane yeah. somewhere right now. Together? Well, that's a well, not so much together, <laughs> but I mean, we that's could fly not a vacation. separate, like, you know? <laughs> That, uh, that that's a great that's a great place that you live, Never Never Land. <laughs> Tell us more about that wonderful world where you get a week's preparatory vacation prior to your vacation. Yeah, you need a few days to relax and then a few days to pack and then you fly somewhere. Well, then you really need a few days after you get home from your flight. At yes. least two. <laughs> hey, Sean feels it all went by way too fast. He was producer for a week. He was loving life. Yeah, I'm it. king of the world! <laughs> it's like Leonardo DiCaprio on the Titanic jumping around here like a big man. I'm king of the world! Darkside asked Psycho, how was it working with Sean for the week? And Psycho said, oh, you mean assistant producer Sean? This is where he <laughs> what happened while we were away? I don't know what he's talking about. Uh -huh. We barely even <laughs> talked. <laughs> I'm sure with a lot of silence. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> he's, he's so weird. Oh my god. 
Uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 Uncomfortable silence passing in the halls, pressed against the walls as we walk by each other. <laughs> you, t- you guys, you know, you figure there'd be some kind of camaraderie between the two of you. You no. started out together. No, we did. We got along really well over the week. Just, you know, Dan's a weird guy. Dude. He doesn't talk dude, a lot. Dude, 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 dude. dude. Got a point there. Yeah, it didn't even make it. Didn't even make it that far. <laughs> well, no, I mean you guys kind of. I don't know. You have a jealousy or something between the two. Oh yeah, God, no. Well, it's something going on. Yeah. It's always been going on. It's yeah. always been going on. You start at the same time. You both survived so far. You both found your little niche. You don't step on each other's toes. You think you would embrace each other as like brothers. Like I brothers. love the little son of a bitch. <laughs> See? Oh, I like, like Dan. I like Dan. He's a cool guy. Well, it is my musical choice today, and I decided to hearken back to the early days of T-Snyder Radio. <laughs> Long that many, was it two years ago? I remember arriving... It was just this week, I believe, two years ago. Yeah. Pulling into town, and this song was sweeping the nation. And I was digging it, so I figured I'd get off on this a little bit this morning. Wake the F up. I almost said the F word. Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. Steve Snyder Radio is Radio 104. That song harkens me back to the great metal controversy with former morning show well morning show producer but radio station uh program director dave hill old school <laughs> yes yes he uh <laughs> he was positive that the days were numbered for hard rock on the air- radio airwaves <laughs> <laughs> good call sitting uh, down it's uh it's over now i it's i we gotta go back to his old voice yeah, the hard rock thing's moving on. It's going back to the day of modern rocks coming back strong. We're going to be ahead of the game. We're going to be uh, we're going to be in advance of everybody else. We're going to call the trend. Meanwhile, like top five albums in the country are hard rock albums, metal albums. Well, this whatever, is so. but this is the height. It's all downhill from here. From here. <laughs> That he meant here. Okay. <laughs> two, well, two years. He's going to run out of steam sooner or later. Yeah. Shovelhead did it all for the Wookiee. <laughs> 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 uh, during that song, uh, Psycho informed me that things were not quite as peaceable as you might think during our our vacation. He said Sean tried to eat him twice. <laughs> 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 Poor Psycho. <laughs> he's more, he's my, his mind is more just upset than ever. Uh, where are those things? Some people just sent little welcome back notes from SMFDSR Joe Rock and Jim from Ansonia. Just saying, you know, everybody's saying welcome back, Michelle Z. I, I'm sure everybody's saying welcome back out there. Uh, Dank, of course, writing in. And Kevin in Chester. <laughs> yeah. Does it feel like this, people? Welcome back. Your dreams for your ticket out. Welcome back. Catchy tune. I always liked it. They had a nice thing about it. Didn't they release this as an actual song and it became a hit? Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm glad you played this because VH1 is proud to announce a new 
situation comedy. Welcome back, Snyder. <laughs> they finally named the show. <laughs> They've been working on. So you have to grow back your big hair then. <laughs> and a mustache. <laughs> they want me to have a mustache. I'm going to be like a teacher in some classroom. Maybe jobs for all of you in there somewhere. So what is with this? Uh, no, actually, the VH1 thing with the Snyder's a great neck is actually still being discussed. But I could care less. I've got all these agents and everybody, like, you know, all, like, calling me up. Good news. The new head of programming is a big fan of the show. I'm like, great. I'm really, you know, they, but they, they've got in their mind that I'm going to be in it. And that's not happening. Beth Lockwood, that's not happening. No, even if they said they could film it down at your house? This is my motto. This is my, this is my mantra, I should say, for year three. Year three of D. Snyder Radio, mm -hmm. or I should say, year 2001 of D. Snyder, D. Snyder's life. More money for doing the same amount of work <laughs> or less. See? I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's a, it's a, this is my plan. See, because getting more money for doing more things, that's not good. Because that's easy. Yeah, anybody could do that. I could go get a night job in McDonald's and get more exactly. money for doing more things. Exactly. Anybody. Dark side. You want to make more money? You can go get two part-time jobs, like my dad used to do, and with three jobs, you could probably make three times the money you're making. <laughs> You'll have no life. But you have three times the amount of money you currently have. So this is, this is what I'm trying to get through to my, my agents, including super agent David Katz. I have my own super agent over at Don Buckwold and Associates. And, he, uh, and I, just, you know, I just can't seem to get that through to him. I'm not going to, but you know, think of all the money you'll make. Yes, but think of all the extra hours I have to put in. I'll do my air shift and then I'll go shoot a, a sitcom all afternoon. Not happening. I don't care if it's in my basement. I don't care if it's in Hartford. I don't care where it is. I'm not doing it. At 46 years old, more money for the same work or less, if possible. That's what I'm. That's that's the plan. What do you think of my plan, Nick? I like that. You like that? Yeah, I'm hoping I could do that too. You know, I noticed that, that you've been working on the. Same money for more hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that plan isn't really working <laughs> for me. It hasn't benefited me too much. It's working know? for some people. Yeah. <laughs> I've loved to be in those negotiations. <laughs> Sean is, is the way I see it. Sean is taking a page from that book, too. Yeah, Sean's following suit. <laughs> the way I see it, I'm coming in twice as much time, but no. You will not pay me one more cent. I'm sorry. I have to insist. <laughs> so, you know, the, the sitcom may happen. It could happen. It might. If Sarah Jessica Parker is willing to play me <laughs> in the title role. And I don't know if that's going to happen as long as Sex in the City is going, in a, is, is going as strong as it is. Oh, I would say I don't think it's going to happen even if Sex in the City isn't going as strong as it is. <laughs> All right, we've talked about this before. Who could play me on the show? Of, um, and, you know, who'd be good to play Dee Snyder in a TV show about me? Of course, there's Adam, the guy who won the song parody contest. He could do it. Mm -hmm. but a lot of you people don't know what he looks like. Mm -hmm. He looks a little like Dee with... 
<laughs> Much shorter, but with black hair. But on the famous side, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Weird big Al name. Big name. How about Jeff Goldblum? He's a, he's a big mm. name. Now, I know I that think... I've thrown Bette Midler in there, but I guess you're probably looking for a guy. Let's be real. Well, Let's be real. She's got huge boobies. She could <laughs> hide those things if she wanted to. Now, Massive memories. I know that you would like Nicolas Cage, maybe, in that role. <laughs> He'd be a very... They have a similar look. You don't see that, Nick? Oh, yeah. no. We, do, this, we look like we, we have a similar <laughs> look. I mean, he's like on the handsome side of it, <laughs> of the spectrum there. But yeah, you know, if you want to you want to tweak it, but it's going to be sort of a, a sullen, brooding. He'd be the brooding D. Snyder <laughs> that we sometimes see. Mm -hmm. But but that is not the, you know, it wouldn't really reflect me most of the time. Although, he can be pretty funny. He's done some really funny movies now that I think about it. Dark Side, come on. He's done some comedic things. Honeymoon in Las Vegas. Did you raising, see that one? Raising Arizona. Hey, raising Arizona? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he doesn't do much funny stuff anymore. But for a while there, he did some really funny movies. He's quite capable. I don't know. I'm not, but I don't think we're going to get him. No, I wouldn't think. Weird Al. That's, that, that, <laughs> I, think, I, I think I got a shot at a Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> And I think VH1 loves Weird Al Yankovic. Then there's Big Bird from Sesame Street. He's <laughs> sure he's a little long in the tooth, but uh, <laughs> long in the beak. But he may be looking for a change. Put a hood on him, you got there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. What is with this new mailing address, and how does everybody know it? I'm amazed at the pile of mail I got. It's a brand new address. How do they know this? Uh, because if you go to Radio104.com, there's a link right to your email. Ah, I see. Yeah. So, this is something, it's, um, all that's changed really is the, is the suffix, right? Not the prefix. Right. It's Captain Howdy still, but it's at clearchannel.com. As opposed to the old address, which I've completely forgotten, right? Uh, no, it's Radio104.com. But that's no longer functioning, right? Right. What happens if you send a letter to that? It just comes right back to you, undeliverable mail, that kind of thing? I think it floats in space somewhere. I'm not sure exactly what happens to it. <laughs> you know, the freaking post office, like, gives forwards mail for a year. Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to bash the post office, but I'm still getting mail at my apartment for the people who used to live there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, there there are mistakes, we'll, we'll, we'll give, but, but for the most part, at least there's an attempt. Yeah, definitely. But it, but the, but cyberspace cannot do that. If your no. account is up, that's it. They can't say has moved to a new address or can be found here or there, forward mail to. No, can't do that. Well, I hope there's not too many people just writing letters to the dead letter office there in cyberspace, but we're getting a lot of mail to Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. And there's a button at Radio104.com. That address is still good, right? Our website address? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who knows? A week's gone by. Things have happened. I feel completely out of the loop. Not that I actually felt, ever felt in the loop, but I do feel completely out of the loop. But we will, we will get back into the swing of things. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh... Much going on, of course, a lot to talk about. We were on vacation for, for over a week with the extra day there. I like the extra day. That extra day, that was the bonus right there, the Monday.
gave you a chance to regroup. You know, we had a chance to talk yesterday and just put some stuff together. That was good. Uh, D-Day 2. Never got a chance to talk about the, the big event at Six Flags. I never got to talk to anybody even after. I mean, I was so out the door after that event. I didn't even get a chance to even... I, nothing. Not a word, right? I mean, I, I had to go. Well, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll explain that, and I'll find out what went on after I left when we return. And also, we'll have to talk about our vacations. We've got plenty of news. We've got... Um, oh, we got another D. Snyder Radio night is that what this uh, little giveaway for the Rockcats is is that that or is it just regular tickets no just regular tickets okay so we're planning on doing one of those in the future don't worry about that and uh oh yeah 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 um the cult are playing the worcester palladium tonight and we had an opportunity before the vacation to talk to billy duffy the guitar player from the cult he's the guy on that album cover beth in the ultimate rock pose <laughs> you ever see that one? I don't it's a great know. shot. Spread legs, one arm over the head, guitar neck sticking out like a phallus. Awesome. That's nice. <laughs> anyway, um, come on, isn't that a cool picture? You know what? Which, which, I don't, which know, I don't think I know what you're talking about. Sonic Temple. It's Sonic Temple, it's a big record. Sean, That's is the that the, the move you do at the Fault Line Show where you put your foot up on the uh, monitor? No, mine's a little different than that. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's the Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. Yeah. My bass is my penis. stance. You're such a loser. <laughs> it's really this big. Jam it in the crotch. Feel the vibrations. So, so we had a chance to do this interview, and I sent my best man in to do it, Nick, armed only with this tidbit of information that a guitar player in one of my former bands had sex with Billy Duffy's <laughs> then-girlfriend um, while they were dating. And, and, and I'll tell you more about it later on in the show, but basically it really, pretty much destroyed this guy's career because Billy ultimately wound up kicking him off the cult tour, which would have changed his life. But anyway, I, it apparently was very traumatic for Billy. And I sent Nick in, armed with that knowledge. <laughs> okay, so it was supposed to be a uh, little five-minute interview, and it opened wide, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was told he only had five minutes, but things changed. <laughs> Once he Suddenly, that out, he, no, no, I got to talk to this guy. Boy, a minute, I'll tell him what went on. This is effed up. <laughs> so uh, later on in the show, we'll play that interview with Billy Duffy and Nick doing the interrogating taking a break coming back d-day two was a blast haven't had a chance have we spoken one word to each other beth dark side about the event even nick i talked to you yesterday about the show but we didn't get mm -hmm. anything at the d-day two no. nope. Nope. uh so we'll uh, talk a little bit about that we've got some reactions as well stick around we're back vacation was great but now it's we're back to the grind beth lockwood it's pretty tough sitting back here behind the microphone on d signer radio it's radio 104 D. Snyder Radio. Get used to it. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. That's right. That's right. We're back. Playtime's over, Johnny. The Saturday Radio back live on the airwaves. No longer will you have 
have Sean playing the best of all week long, although hopefully it was enjoyable. And look forward to all the, uh, the regular special moments on D-Center Radio this week. Things like Sagazi Voss and uh, On the Road with Mudbone, the D-Center Radio Family Feud. Are there questions online? Nicholas Lantino? Yeah, they are. Good, 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 good. Rob Dibble calling in later in the week. You know, all the things you've come to know, love, and expect from a fine program like the Signer Radio. Enough. Enough, 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 enough. A lot going on, you know. You sit there and you're watching the news or you're reading something in the paper and you say, oh, man, we're going to miss talking about that. We're going to miss talking about that. You know, but you can't talk about everything. But are, I will, um, are you going to have any catch-up stories at all, Beth, later in the news? You know, some stuff that happened during the vacation that's important to all of us? Yeah, we'll talk about some stuff. There wasn't any huge deaths. Like, uh, all those happened before we left, luckily, for us. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was nice of them they did <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, like, like Jack. That was the big Jack Lemon. That yeah. was the last biggie. Mm-hmm. Everybody else who died was insignificant. I'm sure to their families, they were important, but as far as the general public, there was no major losses. Was there anything that happened? Mm-mm. Anybody died that anybody knows of that uh, we should be aware of? No? No. Cool. That's, so. was, we're good. We're good. Cool. We're tight. Yeah. So, D-Day 2, as I was saying, the big celebration is six, at Six Flags in uh, New England, in Agua, Massachusetts, for our purposes, by our purposes, I mean the listener's purposes, uh, went down without a hitch. So, as I've been told by many of the people who wrote in, such as Michelle Z, you guys are definitely Cracker Barrel bound. Woohoo! Like, <laughs> this is a long stand. It may not sound like much but to the listener, the, the new listener, but all these many years ago... <laughs> When we started doing these road trip things and stuff like that, I said, you know, if we have a, a flawless broadcast, and actually, I mean, if I wanted to square my way out of it, I could square my way out of it, but I am not. How? I am abs- I'm absolutely not. All I started it was had to do with road trips, and road trips were pretty unwieldy in the sense that, you know, we were going from location to location to location, what, four locations and on one or three or four locations during one show and having to set up and tear down. It was insane. And that's when I first made the offer. I said, if we could do a successful outing, I'll treat everybody to Cracker Barrel. And uh, so then we gave up on the road trips because the nature of the show changed. We stopped playing music and stuff, so we didn't have time to travel during the songs. And uh, it just sort of got carried over to any event outside the studio <laughs> because sadly we were incapable of pulling off even a stationary fixed location like the Mohican Sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Christmas, is this on? Is this on? Please, everybody, swing by. Let me know if I'm broadcasting. Oh man! Uh, so, and actually, from a technical aspect. You know, forget if, uh, if a phone call didn't happen or whatever, uh, you know, as far as interviews go. On a technical aspect, it went down flawlessly, did it not? I think it did. Yeah. Um, but th- th- there's something, I mean, I'm not actually looking for the out, but did I, did I miss something? Maybe I didn't know I was off the air. No, I... Uh, the Monday after D-Day, I was listening to uh, The Best Of, and I was just, I had the station on... 
but music was playing, and I heard uh, Wait from Seven Mary Three, and I said, where did they get this version? It sounds awesome. And then it hit me that it was from D-Day. So, uh, oh. yeah, it's it, the sound quality was, I mean, exceptional. It was great. Um, did it actually sound good? Do you have that tape, Dark Side? Yeah, that's, uh, I have that on tape here. The guys, I would love to hear. Take that. Seven Mary's there. I was just talking to them back there. First of all, they said that that roller coaster is seriously righteous, right? <laughs> right on? Right on. And they said Nick is a sissy bastard. And uh, they also said that they didn't mind getting up this early to play for you guys. Seriously, I feel bad asking them. They're being so cool. Would you please welcome Seven Mary Three playing the new the single off their new records, The Economy of Sound. It's Wait, Seven Mary Three, everybody. Sound good. Really good. Wow. This is nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know what I would sound like at nine o'clock in the morning in the day? I'd be barking like a seal. And I'm so impressed with the feed that we had. Yeah. Right. I'm still listening. You see the drummer Darkside had that Twisted Sister jacket on? Yeah, I saw that. Pretty smooth. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to work this out with you. But, but a, what? <laughs> it was smooth. I'm not saying it was smooth or not. I was getting to another point. Apparently, because he was kind of a little pleasy guy, apparently they were singing Fat Guy in a Little Coat to him. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and they were like, and I didn't get a chance to tell you to set him up for that fat guy, fat in, a li- guy in a little coat. <laughs> fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> it would it would have killed them. Actually, it would have killed everybody who was there. I, you know, I, funny thing is, when we're interviewing those guys, you all know this, but I completely, I'm not sure who I'm talking to, what man I'm talking to, because these guys are nice guys and everything like that, and I know they do cumbersome, but bands are faceless these days. It's just all a big blur, and I'm thinking, I start asking him a question that is actually posed for, uh, who's the band with the, the, the crazy... Days of the new, <laughs> and they answer the question. Well, they were being nice. I mean, well, maybe <laughs> maybe there was something there that we didn't know about. You know, maybe like they had a problem with their singer, and I start talking about them replacing their lead singer. And he's sitting right Think- there, thinking, I- "I'm pretty sure I've been here the whole time." <laughs> <laughs> I know I sound a little different on the new record, but it's still me. And then I goes, yeah, well, and he answered the question. And afterwards, I realized that I think I'm talking to Days of the New. It's not Seven Mary Three. And they were really very, very cool guys. Nick, you got to hang out with them. Yeah, they're great guys. I had a lot ride of fun. Superman Ride of Steel. Yeah. I went which on member of the Yeah, which member of the band uh, lap did you have your face buried in during, <laughs> yeah. uh, during that, that ride? Um, the lead singer. You know, who went after the front man, Dave, of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go for the front man. If you're going to flate anybody, make it the lead singer. It's got more credibility. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. I don't think I'm ever getting that image out of my mind. <laughs> Nick thought the singer had three arms up in the air. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm going to tell you this in a second. First of all, um, can we please have a traffic update? We'll continue on. I got to tell you about reaction, about my family's reaction to the D-Day 2 CD. Psycho Dan. Here's Johnny. <laughs> this traffic report is brought to you by Fruit 2.0 by Very Fine. Very quiet out there. Nothing going on. 84 East and West both look good. 91 North and South delay-free coming into Hartford. Route 2 is a smooth ride. 91 South into New Haven is also delay-free, as is 95 South. No problems there. Traveling on Route 8 in Waterbury, that's a smooth ride. At 647, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. We, um, every year... For the last two, we have put together a uh, CD, the best of D Snyder Radio over the years. And for D Day Two, we did the same thing as we did the first year. And uh, so far, from the people that I've given the CD, CD to who reacted, biggest reaction, best, <laughs> best story about about the this little person. The uh, who walked the twenty six feet. Come on now, <laughs> people could have happened to anybody that mistake. My son said my wife nearly drove off the road. <laughs> <laughs> nearly drove off the road. We're listening to you. I mean, it is just I was crying again listening back to that. Listening to that CD, I was in tears again. Yeah, you know, it's a little depressing that my biggest moment in two years was <laughs> a flagrant mistake. <laughs> I know, I know. That's so it was, sad. You and and I, listening back to it again, you know, I said and laughing as hard as I was to it. It's just that you were so shaken. <laughs> it was so you, t you started to sound like Nick, kind of. <laughs> well, what she did was really nice. And shouldn't be taken away from her. Your whole radio voice was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded like Nick. No, it's just like you uh. were just completely lost all your confidence and lost everything. <laughs> and you were just desperately trying to salvage it. And the more you tried to salvage, the worse uh. it got. Because Darkseid's throwing on the sound effects. Mm. And then the, you can do it over and over. Oh, man, that was seriously funny. That was seriously funny. And I, I like that idea. I hope we follow through with that. Because these commemorative CDs, we only print a, li a limited amount up. And we give them to all the winners of invitations to D-Day. Uh, so they're not out there. But somebody suggested that we produce them and and uh, sell them online. And with all the proceeds going to charity, which I think is a cool way to do it. Yeah, I don't even have and one. So I guess I'll have to purchase one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. Well, it's for a good cause. Yeah, how come you don't have one? I don't know. I didn't, didn't you, get one yet. There must be some in the office, right? You You ran out very quickly. Well, okay. we all got out of there. We had to catch the ride back. I didn't even get to go uh, on the Superman ride. I was a little bummed out. Well, not Nick, and I'll talk to about that in a second. Here, uh, T. Nukes from uh, Tarrington says, congratulations to all of you. He says he ended up proposing on Friday as well. He was at, uh, at D-Day, too. Didn't do it at Six Flags, but later in the day, so it was a, a total day to remember for wow. him. Wow. 
I hope she said yes, Tom. <laughs> the letter seems upbeat, though. It's not goodbye, cruel world. Subject, <laughs> goodbye, cruel world. Uh, the John and Minnie show said they had an awesome time. They said after listening and to the show and hearing all the different people write in, you kind of get to like them without ever seeing them. And when you finally get to meet a lot of them, uh, no matter what they look like, you immediately like them. I'm <laughs> not sure what that means. It. Yeah, exactly. That's from Fresh Frankie. Rich in Control said, D, Friday was awesome at Six Flags. Even though I wasn't able to see the show live, um, obviously what he did is he came down a little afterwards, took advantage of that special downloadable coupon, as many people did, and spent the rest of the day down there. And I hear that there was, well, <clears throat> the broadcast down there got a... Uh, kind of crazy. Nick, did you hang out for the whole day? Uh, yeah, I came back here briefly, and then uh, Sean and I went back, and about 8, 9 o'clock at night, we ran into Darkside, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> who was completely unaware that we were watching him uh, oh, for no. a while with with the troop of, I don't know, he had like 20 people with him. Oh, you brought the whole gang? <laughs> yeah, we you were know. there all day, Darkside? No, we, I came back here for a little while to do some work, and then we all, you know, me and, me and the crew went back up. Now, when you say crew, is that <laughs> mom, dad, auntie, brother, uh, brother wife? Or no, that's, is that that's, no, that's the clan. Moonchild revisited. <laughs> See, the family is the clan, and there's the crew, which is just like, oh. all the friends. Oh, I got to learn this redneck terminology. All right, the clan, the clan was there in the morning. Yeah. And the crew was there with you selling bootlegs of the event <laughs> in the parking lot. That's right. In the evening. Making some extra money. <laughs> good, good job. So... How wasted were you? Um, I was pretty tanked. At the amusement park? <laughs> yeah. Wasted. Yeah. Do they sell liquor there? Yeah, they do. Sure. They Sam Adams. <laughs> Clearly. <Right there>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he was wasted. He had no idea. He was completely you unaware be kidding that me. Sean was <laughs> there. I was pretty tanked. But at the amusement park? Yeah. Well, I went. They have beer tents everywhere, Beth. Yeah. It's an amusement park. Yeah, I park. can see you want a little frosty beer to cool down, but... You're gonna get wasted at the amusement park. Does that seem odd to you, D? I'm sad. I was. It was the first day of vacation. I was partying. You know, I was having a good time. Hey. And truth be told, there's a lot of pressure leading up to D Day too, and everybody, yeah. you know, worked really hard. And that's one of the reasons we like to take the vacation. It's kind of seems a sort of fitting place to take one of our weeks off is right at the end of the year. It's the beginning of the summer. A lot of pressure leading up to the event at the end of uh, the very all-important spring book uh, in radio. And uh, and why not? Why not have a couple of cold ones? Yeah. Well, a lot of those I rides mean, make me feel sick already. I, I can't on, imagine if I were wasted. I got tanked and went on Superman. Ride of Steel. That's a Did good you? ride. Oh, yeah. That's an awesome ride. Did you blow chunks? Oh, no, not at all. I had my hands up the whole time, too. I was screaming. I was, yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> I, I assume Michelle headed to the hills. <laughs> no, she was, was she there with you? Yeah, she went on the ride, too. She went on with me. Yeah. She didn't even care that I was tanked, either. She's a good <laughs> sport. Yeah. She is a good sport. Blowing up right? a little steam. She's almost married to him. She's got to like what he's doing. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Is it true you got some behind the teacups? <laughs> yeah, we saw when you guys followed me. <laughs> Big smile on his face. We were wondering what was going on. It's a family park, Darkson. <laughs> well, 
I, I like, uh, I, you know, I mean, I told everybody that I was going to have to split right away because I, I had to go to Germany, and I'll tell you about that later on. And uh, But I did, you know, of course, every commercial break, I went down and, and said hi to the people who were there and signed autographs for people and talked to people for a while. And, and I think the people who were there appreciated that because I certainly did appreciate them all being there. And I did not plan for those two events, the, the my show in Germany and the D-Day 2. They were supposed to be a week apart. But things got, D-Day got moved, and all of a sudden, I was, like, running for the exit, and I felt really incredibly guilty. Because, I mean, I don't know, certainly not going to get tanked and get some behind the teacups like Dark Side, <laughs> but, I, but I was, you know, I, I, I would have liked to have just sort of relax for a few minutes after the show and not, like, blow out of there. I mean, I was traveling for, like, 20 hours from the time I left Hartford. It was, like, nonstop. Although it was it was pretty worth it. It was uh, the German show will be one of my most, and I'll, I'll talk about it later, memorable shows in my career. Wow. In my career, more memorable was, than the time you cursed out the entire handicap section. That's memorable for different reasons. <laughs> this is memorable as a, as one of the great shows wow. I've done, and uh, and I'll, I'll I'll talk about that a little later on. It was it, it was definitely cool. It was definitely cool, but. I'm looking here at some of the email, and then here's, um, well, there's a couple in here. One from Clark's brother, Griswold, and a friend of Clark's brother, Griswold, who I can't find in front of me right now. And we sort of go, go through the whole day, and a lot of people spent the entire day. I mean, it really did do what I told them to do, and why not? You travel all the way there, you get, why not get your uh, $10.04 worth? And a lot of these people got in for free. And this guy, Clark's brother, Griswold, said it was the greatest day of his entire life. Starting with hanging out on our show for four hours, then getting to go on rides, like right when the gates or before gates open, so you didn't have to wait for two hours. Yeah, you know, the wait that's nice. for the ride of steel is like two hours normally. What are you laughing about? <laughs> what is he dying about over there? I don't know. They just look at each <laughs> other and start laughing. <laughs> no, it was uh, something we sent you, but I don't know if you got that one. Well, that one didn't make it through because all I got is the one about Michelle, which I didn't, which, which, in respect for her, I did not read on the air. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't believe Darkside, you're not out of the room kicking his ass. Yeah, right no, instead he's laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah, he's not showing the uh, same respect that you are. Right <laughs> now, sorry. Uh, uh, anyways, and then it goes on to talk about, you know, hanging out and listening to Chaz's show. And Nick, apparently you were a uh, special guest on Chaz's show oh, for the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, I, I was there, and um, there was a lot of people hanging out there all day. Pierce Jeep decided to set up shop right in the middle of the uh, walkway <laughs> there. And, uh, and Let me but, say set up shop. It wasn't nude sunbathing, was it? Uh, pretty close. <laughs> I mean, just really his shorts on. And he didn't move for four hours I don't think I mean just <laughs> people were handing him beers and I mean there was the whole crew there like a lot of people were there I saw them there like at 9.30 at night who were there at 5.30 6 o'clock in the morning did you get the impression that uh, that a lot of people took advantage of the downloadable coupon down there at Six Flags? Because this was a—I mean, forget about these night radio. Forget about Radio 104. Forget about if you can't stand the station. $10.04 coupon to get into a park like that is outrageous. We found out was there that the normal ticket price is $38. So, Beth, 
that was twenty eight dollars mm-hmm. per ticket savings. That's insane. So did you get? Did you feel a lot of people came took advantage of that, Nick? Yeah, I mean the park was packed when we got there at the end of Will Cal shift, and uh, there were a lot of people there. And then all of a sudden in the afternoon, it was just blown up. I mean there were so many people at the park. It was a really nice day, and uh, Carlito did his thing at night. He had you know women doing stuff. This is about as far as I'll go with that. But uh, in the so, park, that was okay at the park. Well, well it's interesting. I'm reading here. I'm reading Clark's brother Griswold's letter, and he apparently, Carlito had. Uh, you can't. You can't stop Carlito. He'll find a loophole somehow. He had men doing lap dances on girls. Yeah, witness some of that. So apparently, the girls weren't allowed to lap dance the men. So he said, "All right, we'll have the men lap dance yeah. the women." <laughs> Ingenious. Yeah. <laughs> Diabolical is a better word for it. <laughs> so what was the scene like, man? Were people hanging around the Radio 104 table? Were they like... Yeah, you know, because they, we were broadcasting right in front of the Superman Ride of Steel, so there were people like Matt Kidd. They had no choice. Yeah, I mean, all the regulars <laughs> like Matt Kidda was there. Uh, Genghis John and his wife were, uh, were there. Um, what's his name? Ignaps was there. Uh, like I said, Pierce Jeep was parked there for like four or five hours in the same spot. Uh, Zalman was there all day long, and he was there at night. Zalman was there when I was leaving, like around 10, 10.30 at night. So, I mean, there were a lot of people who hung out all day long. Well, good. It was, a, it was as, as well as you did, apparently. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Dark Side, like I said, and his crew were there, and Sean was doing his thing, so it was a good time. <laughs> few more uh, reactions here at this point. It's uh, Mad Kidda. Said he wanted to thank us for the invitation to D-Day. An incredible time. Um, Chef uh, Red Lamp Fear said well, he apologized for not being there, actually, but just congratulates us. Says we have changed radio in Hartford forever. Can't wait till we change it all over the world. Eric the Red uh, says they had a hell of a good time at D-Day, too. He's actually trying, wants me to help locate a girl that he met there. Really, Eric, I can't do it. I'm sorry, man. I can't do it. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta seize the day. Carpe diem, dude. Don't let it slip through your hands. That's a mighty big park, and I tucked her tag in on her shirt. Is not enough to go on. I'm sorry. Uh, Lay from Stratford says uh, I was not able to attend D-Day too, but my friend did. Went, saw her Friday, sunburned, sweaty, out of breath, but extremely happy with having gone. She told me she rode a ride with Nick. Also said he hit on her a lot. <laughs> Upon hearing her say that, she got to hang out with him. I reacted with, he's hot, to which she replied, uh, no. <laughs> but, wait, Nick, wait. hitting on a 16-year-old has got to be rock bottom for a guy who's how old? 27? Pathetic. Signed Lay from Stratford. What? I didn't Were hit. you hitting on some 16-year-old? No, I wasn't hitting on a 16-year-old. I don't remember. I might have hit on somebody that day, but I mean, I don't remember... Yeah, you don't ask their age. I didn't hit it on any underage people. Well, kids dress a lot know. older nowadays. Well, you know, 16, wait a year. <laughs> First of all, a 16-year-old can look mighty older, as I well know. <laughs> uh, 15-year-olds can look a lot older as well. And finally, Rob C. wants to know, he said that he missed, he had to work, he missed D-Day Live. He said, you got to put a video clip of the Chewbacca dance online. 
we did the dance. Is, is, is there a, a video video clip of that? I hope not. Somebody was there with a video camera taping the whole show. Yeah. If there is, we should actually put that on there. I don't know how stupid I look, but I know how stupid everybody else looked. And if I looked half as stupid, that was some funny excrement, okay? <laughs> All of us standing up with our arms in the air, spinning around, doing the Chewbacca dance. Got a great reaction from the crowd, too. All right, we'll try and get that up online for you. All right. Got to take a break. Uh, and because uh, it's time for the news. Beth Lockwood, I haven't heard any good news in a long time. What do we have to look forward to? Well, aside from the the real news, uh, like some things that have been happening in Hartford while we're away, and of course an update on the Congressman Gary Condit, I don't know if I want to call it scandal, but the Chandra Levy disappearance. Also, a man threatens to walk out of his own funeral. <laughs> a blow-up doll causes a panic in Germany. Uh, another reason it wasn't me. Another reason not. Oh, that's right. I forgot you were there. Another reason not to urinate in public, and another useful way to use your urine. As if we haven't Nick. had enough on this show. Uh, yes. Get your free vibrator with purchase of mobile phone. We have a winner in not only the cherry pit spitting contest, but also the pig grunting contest. A backstory. Well, Dar- 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 Wait, what do you do? Bother doing that? Darcy already knows the finalists personally. <laughs> a Backstreet Boy goes to rehab. Believe it. It's true, and it's official. Carson Daly and Tara Reid, Splitsville. Damn, who's he boning now? No, some other starlet maybe. Oh man, he's he's got a pretty good life. That guy. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we've also got New Britain Rock Cats. It is New Britain, right? Mm-hmm. Tickets to give away. Family. What are you laughing at? Dark side. Everything's funny at Dark Side. You still half in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long vacation. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so uh, we'll give away, I think it's a family four pack or something like that. I yeah, just took a brief glance at the sheet there. So do stick around for more D Steiner Radio. We're back, people. It is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. There are methods that they use that we can't always understand. D. Snyder Radio. But that's what we do. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. D-Sider Radio, Sagan Z. Voss with Psycho Dan. Game show, sweeping the nation with the ever-famous Blitzkrieg round. Very exciting. Didn't get to play it last week. We'll be playing it tomorrow. But right now, I want to tell you about the new Britain Rock Cats. This is, now, now, maybe you should tell me about it, Darkside Dave. You're from New Britain. How long have you been playing there? Uh, well, originally it was the uh, New Britain Red Sox, mm-hmm. and then they switched over to the New Britain Rockettes. So there's been there's been uh, baseball there for quite a while, long the time. New, new stadium? Would you say four years? The new stadium's yeah, about four years, it's four really or five nice. years. Yeah, it's awesome stadium, really cool. They're the affiliate. Now are they of the a twi- minor league, triple A? What was what, what are they? Double A affiliate of the Twins. Okay, and uh, I never understand that whole affiliation thing. Why would you know? A New Britain team be an affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, and are they actually 
do they actually do, do a team like the Twins put their future players, their hopefuls, there and they watch them? Sure, some of them. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. So you may be seeing a future star of professional baseball. It's possible. Right there. Okay. Well, you and three friends or family members can check out the New Britain Rockettes when they take on the Binghamton Mets this Friday night at New Britain Stadium, the brand new New Britain Stadium. If you are calling number 10 at 860-666-4444, win the family four-pack of New Britain Rockettes tickets. And I kind of alluded to it earlier, but... Sometime this summer, we're going to do a Decider Radio night at the New Britain Rockcats, I think. We're trying to put something like that together, right, Nick? It's been worked on. Yeah, we're going to do that. You know, go Gorilla Ran, take the same thing we do, you know, when we go to the hockey games, take the whole whole busload of listeners with us and uh, have some fun. But we're working on that. But that is not what this is about. This is just about checking out the New Britain Rockcats this Friday night at New Britain Stadium. Courtesy of the New Britain Rockets and Radio 104. Call number 10 right now. Blank message if it's important. Uh, you know, we should do a traffic update before we get into news. So, Psycho Dan, what's going on? All right, traveling on 84 East up here in Hartford to get slow around the Park Road curve. 84 West, a little uh, steady traffic going over the Bulkley Bridge. We also have a tractor trailer in the breakdown lane just prior to the tunnel. That's slowing things down as you pass by it. 91 South, really just some heavy traffic between exits 33 and then exit 32 A and B, but not bad after that. 91 North looks good. That's delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 3 getting up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven looks good. That's delay-free, as is 95 South. No problems there. Traveling on Route 8 in Waterbury, no problems there either. At 714, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. A 14-year-old Hartford boy accused of murdering his father on Sunday will be tried in adult court unless authorities reduce those charges. Gregory Wright Jr. allegedly shot Gregory Wright Sr. to death. The boy's mother says he was protecting her from abuse by the elder Wright. That's got to be a tough choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a winner, actually. Um, it got wiped out, but somebody can stop calling now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't catch your name there, but she's won the tickets to see the Rockcats. And, Nick, you're going to be at the game on Friday? We have an appearance here from 6 to 8. Oh, great. Yeah. I want to sing that national anthem. Well, are you going to throw a pitch, maybe? That'd be exciting. Yeah, they're asking me to throw it. You've got to do it. Ball. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm a little bit nervous about that, though, because I haven't been on a mound in a long time. Well, you have to get out there and throw a few. <laughs> yeah, but you've, but you've actually pitched. You're nervous you're going to throw it in the, the dirt. You 60 feet 6 inches. Right? Yeah, but, I mean, when you're just throwing one ball out there and people are watching you and you're just oh, kind of nerve-wracking oh, like this, I would be comfortable doing. Well, even the president practiced for weeks before he <laughs> threw a pitch, so... Into the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with this. Maybe you can just bring the tape. <laughs> Maybe it could be a, a opening pitch national anthem combination you could sing and pitch. Yeah. That'd be a first. Yeah, Do I this. could try doing that. Then throw it in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, enough. I'm trying to listen to the epic song. State officials say that no one has inspected funeral homes in Connecticut for the past 11 years. That admission came in Hartford outside a hearing on the Wade Funeral Home in New Haven. 
You may recall five decomposed bodies were found at the Wade Funeral Home last month. The hearing will continue next month. Well, I hope this doesn't, this investigation doesn't spread to Long Island. My brother may have problems. <laughs> He's got a few decomposing bodies in the closet. Now, of course, again, I said this before, this is not, we realize it's improper to have decomposing bodies at the funeral home, but this does not spill over into the trailer park and affect Darkseid's life in any way, does it? Carcasses and stuff? No, I don't think so. <laughs> not at all. You're still cool. Did you ever find out who stole the head, by the way? No, my father, they had the uh, garage torn down and everything like that, and we never found it. So. Come on, somebody course, thought it was garbage. Nobody I, stole are it. Are you kidding me? I told, I said it before. If I was walking by a garage, it was all dilapidated and everything like that, and I saw a deer <laughs> skull in there, I'd have went in and snagged it. You didn't say that the garage was dilapidated. Yeah, it was, what it kind was of word is dilapidated? It was, it was run down a bit. <laughs> No doubt about that's, it. Excuse me. That's not the word, dilapidated. Whatever the word is. <laughs> no, 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 to say it. Dilap. How do you say it? Run down. Poor Dilap- Porky pegging it now. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the run down. Run down. Dude. They tore the garage down to get the smell of that rotting carcass out of it. Didn't smell that. It was the only thing they could do. It was condemned by the Board of Health. This is where he lives. His dad's dad's garage was so dilapidated. Dilapidated that they had to tear it down. Yeah, it was was pretty bad. Oh, can we go visit your house sometime? (laughs) Sure. Well, three Marines are confirmed dead and two others injured in the crash of a Marine helicopter near Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. The troop transport crashed into a river during maneuvers. The pilot and co-pilot are hospitalized in stable condition. It's horrible. Mm. And this is, you know, being in the military in and of itself is dangerous. Mm -hmm. That's not a joke. I was watching some stuff on TV. I mean, just even just training maneuvers. You know, they're they're working with uh, huge weapons and powerful machinery, and stuff happens. It's a shame. It seems like a lot of helicopters go down, doesn't it? It does. Well, I think that they're they're really difficult to maneuver in certain circumstances, and this seems to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, these are just routine maneuvers. And they've got a lot of nineteen and twenty year olds flying them as well. These kids just just got their driver's licenses who are flying these huge helicopters and stuff. But, oh, it's just sad to hear anyway. The attorney for Congressman Gary Condit is asking the media to back off and to quit their stakeouts of Condit's home and apartment. Attorney Abby Lowell says Condit is cooperating with authorities in the Shandra Levy disappearance. This, have you seen this attorney in action? He's supposed to be a really phenomenal attorney. Well, he is, I don't know if I want to use the word hostile, but that's, it's borderline. He's, I've seen him interviewed on a few shows, and he is on the attack. I've heard him on talk radio before. Yeah, Are you, what, you mean with other things or this? With other things. I guess he's a pretty well-known attorney down in the D.C. area. Well, he is really, I mean, he is just, you know, I mean, of course, he's putting out the fires. But when you're that aggressive, you know, like he was going at Matt Lauer yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday, like nobody's business. And Matt was going back pretty good, which I got to give credit for Matt because I, you know, I've heard good things about him, but I always thought he's kind of a talking head. But he was going back pretty good. But this guy was just completely on the offensive, counterattacking, and, you know, and just 
there is, you know, this man is one of 100 people that have been spoke to. He has been completely cooperative. He has given all the information that the police have asked for. And, and Matt was like, excuse me? It took him like weeks to admit he was having a romantic relationship with the woman? I mean, something, you know, that makes you suspicious. I I have no idea what happened, but I don't think that he was involved in her disappearance. That's just, you don't think so? No. Oh, come on. Well, I mean, I do think that obviously he made some really poor choices, and it seems as if she was not the only one involved with him in this type of way, even though he was married, but I don't think he was involved in her disappearance. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, on the other hand, I mean, I'm, you know, devil's advocate here, you know, when a guy gets cornered like mm -hmm. that, and he's married and gets outed, natural reaction is to lie. Right. <laughs> it just is. They're not going to say the first thing out of her mouth is going to say, yeah, I was, you know, I was boning her, but I didn't kill her. Right. You know, I mean, sure, that's going to happen. You know, so he's he's just trying to uh, definitely trying to save his you know, save his ass there. But it is he can't help but be interested when the last person that she was in contact with, and the last person that she was I don't know if it's the very last person, but towards the mm -hmm. end that she was involved with romantically and what have you is yeah. the guy she was working with but and this older guy. Great, he of course should have at least said in the beginning he had to know it was going to come out. He's not a stupid man and people don't it's so ridiculous to try to believe that this for late 40s guy had a friendship relationship with a young early 20 year old woman that just it doesn't really happen yeah who could suck the chrome off a trailer hitch rumor has it i just heard that on Dave. the street but just heard that i don't know if it's true or anything that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true it's true, you heard that too, see? Yeah. The word's gone around, but that's besides... We don't even know what happened to her yet, you guys. Now, I think I think uh, that they're... Okay, want me to speculate? Sure. Okay, let's play... Let's Okay, let's play... Everybody take a guess. Okay. Okay? I mean, when there's nothing on it here, just, uh, you know, friendly, see who bragging rights kind of thing. All right, I think... No, I don't think he killed her, but I think there is some love lost thing there. You know what I mean? I think that she fell in love with this guy. He told her that they can't see each other anymore and that she freaked out. I think she may have killed herself. That's what I think. Or so, you know, but something connected to him in the sense that the reason she is no longer with us is because of some re the relationship between them, but I don't think he actually did the deed. I think she went off somewhere and, and and killed herself because she was so sad, heartbroken. That's what I think, that's too. If you think something, something like that. Really a shame because they're not worth it, you know? <laughs> yeah, girls. There's going to be another one coming around. You're only, what, 22 years old? You know, check yourself, ladies. You don't want to be know, with a guy like this anyway. He's cheating on his wife. And, the, and you know what? And the guys out there are going to go, D, what are you doing? You're blowing this for all of us. But I'm not really, trust me, because they're still going to do it, guys. Uh, but, you know, if you're in your 20s or your teens and you're eyeballing a middle-aged guy, you got issues, immediately go for therapy. Because mm -hmm. something, there's, there's just no way. Unless he's like a movie star or something. You got all sorts of issues and you just got to check yourself Go to a doctor, get help right away.
Like I said, guys out there in their 40s going, whoa, hold on a sec. Don't worry, guys. They're still going to do it. Don't worry. A Rhode Island Catholic man says he will get up and walk out of his own funeral if the song Danny Boy is banned from that ceremony. Charles McKenna says he's a retired Irish cop and proud of it. The problem is the leaders of the Diocese of Providence say songs like Danny Boy and other secular songs have no place in a mass. He wrote a letter to the Providence newspaper saying, I want Danny Boy sung at my funeral mass, and if it isn't, I'm going to get up and walk out. Now, you may say that's an idle threat, but he <laughs> says he's serious about this. He said... And he'll come back <laughs> from the dead just to walk out. Is that what he's saying? Exactly. Okay. He is trying to get across the point that Danny Boy... Uh, does have some religious connotations to it. He said, quote, we're not talking about who threw the overalls in Mrs. Murphy's chowder, which is another popular Irish-American song. Yeah, we were going to cover, it was either that we were going to cover or leader of the pack. I think I chose the wrong song. I do, too. So, but anyway, the, the church is not backing down. They say they're actually sending out a memo saying that songs like Danny Boy should not appear in Catholic Mass. So he may just have to walk out after all. I thought Dan, do we have Danny Boy anywhere on tape anywhere or CD, Dark Side? No, not anymore. What do you mean, not anymore? Well, apparently somebody went in and erased a lot of stuff during vacation. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Another meeting. Mm hmm. Another meeting to be had. Make a note, Nicholas. Yeah. Um, anyways, but uh, is, I thought that traditionally that song, Dark Side, you won't. The Scots don't sing Danny Boy, right? That's really an Irish yeah. thing? Yeah, that's an Irish thing. I guess they allow uh, it at a lot of funerals, but I guess this pri Providence Diocese is hard-nosed. I thought it was like afterwards at the beer blast. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do, right? Yeah, I think the Irish so, yeah. Funerals, they, they, uh, yeah, well, the Italians have a big eat fest. They eat their faces off. <laughs> and the Irish have a, have a kegger. They roll in the kegger at, you know, but not at the church. I thought it was like afterwards at somebody's house, and then somebody, you know, when everybody's good and sloshed, Bond. and they break out, oh, Danny boy, and there's not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> For the record, if we're not going to take it, it's not played at my funeral, I'm getting up and walking out. I'd like to see that. I'm going on record. I'm serious. Well, German police divers, I don't know if this was a big story when you were over in Germany, D. Responding to an apparent sighting of a body in a river have actually retrieved a blow-up doll instead. Three teenagers called police after seeing what they thought was a dead woman in a river near Schmatzfeld. Divers eventually pulled what they thought <laughs> That's was where they make the schmatas. <laughs> the body onto a riverbank. Instead, they found a blow-up doll. Hey, it's a lady! Police spokesman said the unusual object actually did look like a body in the water. So that's where she is, Sean. Germany. <laughs> How did she get over in Germany? I don't know. See? You flush it down the toilet in a, in a moment of panic, oh. and it shows up in Germany. Well, I'm just glad she's okay. Yeah. Well, you know, Sean can attest that they're very real looking now, <laughs> with three functioning orifices. Almost, Is that yeah. not right? Yeah. Almost lifelike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A Colombian man is recovering in hospital after his penis was bitten by a snake. This happened as the man was urinating behind a bush while working in a field. He was bitten by the Mapana tiger snake. He was taken to a hospital in Bogota by his wife, who was awakened by his screams. 
The man has been treated with uh, anti-venom drugs. Apparently, he's lucky to have survived, as this snake is considered quite dangerous and it's oh, poisonous. It's the oldest line in the books, and it doesn't work. <laughs> that, oh, no, wait ladies, a minute, wait a minute. A snake bit my penis. you got to get the venom out. Come on. That's they the oldest line in the book. Suck. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> he just had to follow through when he told his wife, oh, my penis was bit. He was just trying to go for the old, you know. Part of the problem is that she didn't believe him for a long time. <laughs> he was actually he serious. <laughs> Honey, I'm not kidding. I'm dying here. You're always dying. I'm not falling for that one again. That's right. Actually, you know what? I mean, oh, I shouldn't say this. Never mind. Okay. Because I know Beth will get all upset. It's my first day back from vacation. Yes, I'll go easy on you. An Italian man is being prosecuted for allegedly washing car windshields with his own urine. He was stopped and questioned by police in Genoa while urinating in a plastic bottle. Apparently, he was mixing his urine with liquid soap and washing the windshields for change. He's been charged with acting indecently. <laughs> I guess it must have been a joke because, you know, water is pretty accessible and pretty cheap. No, I think it's a big F you to yeah. all the Beamer drivers yeah. and stuff like that. That's a good one, actually. Wash your windshields, wash your windshields, <laughs> hosing it down with urine. What the hell's that smell? And you know what? I found out some interesting things about urine. You know, so many stories mm-hmm. come, come up during, uh, you know, uh, since Nick's ingesting of his own bodily fluids. By the way, that's how Nick made extra money over the vacation. <laughs> Washing windshields with his own urine in Hartford. Yeah. That was him with the dirty rag. <laughs> um, but I didn't know this, but the makers of Gatorade, the inventors of Gatorade, well, the first time they brought it out onto the field, the first guy who took a sip out of it, because, you know, it all started down in Florida at some college where some <clears throat> athlete asked, how do, you know, how do I replenish the lost, uh, not fluids, but electrolytes. Not electrolytes and stuff in my body? And a doctor went back, created this beverage, brought it out to the field. The first guy who drank it said, this tastes like piss. That's the first thing he said. So you know what they did? They went back to the laboratory. This is the four scientists. Peed in a flask or whatever, a beaker, and they all tasted it. The check. <laughs> Seriously. They thought he was being literal? Well, they want to see if, well, you know, yeah, they want to see, well, does it really taste like piss? So they went in and they all, they peed in a beaker and they, they put their finger in and gave it a little licky poo to see if it tasted like pee. And they said it actually doesn't taste like pee. Well, Nick, you know, you drink Gatorade all the time and you've also had urine. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing like it now, but I could see the first bottles were that. You know, the first flavor was like that yellow. That's still out there. Was it the yellow or was it the green? I think it was yellow. Yellow, yeah. The yellow was the first flavor? Yeah, it was piss color. That might have thrown him off a little bit. (laughs) And it doesn't taste like soda. Maybe he was expecting Mountain Dew. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Even these scientists tried tasting pee. So, you know, you're in pretty good company, actually. Mm, And they were very successful. This could could work out. Yeah. (laughs) A Dutch telephone dealership is advertising free vibrators when you purchase a vibrating mobile phone. People taking out a subscription to the telephone company there get the Nokia phone and the sex toy. Nokia is not very happy with the promotion. 
and they are urging the phone company to drop the deal. That's an attention getter. <laughs> Let me tell you, <clears throat> when I was over in Germany, he said, well, he said, Holland, it's very similar. In a sense, they're all from that same area and they have a lot of the same sensibilities. You cannot believe how open sex is in those countries. Insane. Regular TV. Now, mind you, it is late night TV, but it's still regular channels. And the commercial breaks are just filled with phone sex lines. Sean, look at Sean. He's packing his bags already. Phone oh, sex lines. Great. Oh, but rapid fire, like 10 seconds, just showing some topless girl fondling herself, you know, and then her phone number. And then they go to the next one, you know, some topless girl on all fours Hooters, uh, fondling herself. Then some, then you see it because it's all in German, so they say things like uh, uh, Frau's. And then you see <laughs> these older women, nude, sitting on a piano bench, pouting. And then, they, and it just—they just rapid fire. They're very yeah. overtly sexual. Sprechensie oh, Deutsch, Sean. Over there, yeah. Sprechensie Hama Hama. Mein Kampf. Yeah, you ought to do well over there, Sean. Mein Kampf. The total Americans just saying anything we know in German. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Strudel. We, <laughs> we have a winner. An Arizona man has won the International Cherry Pit Spitting Championship. Rick Oof. Pellet Gun Kraus spit the pit a little over 69 feet to top the field of more than 100 athletes. It is the 12th time he has won the annual contest held at Tremendous Fruit Farm in Michigan. His spit, though, was three feet short of the world record mark. We should applaud this guy and be proud that we've kept one of the few records that we still hold. So many of these things have really been, Amer these titles have been American-owned for years. Mm. Here's a story that we missed during the vacation, I'm sure you would have covered. The hot dog eating contest. Was it the Japanese guy again? He won again. And he's so tiny. He looks like Nick. Yes. He's five foot nothing, 130 pounds, something like that. And this guy downs 57 hot dogs in, in 10 minutes. Where does he put it all? Do not know. He's got the sluices open at both ends, probably. He's probably coming out the other end. But, I mean, and then he goes back, takes the title with him to Japan. That sucks. We got to congratulate these athletes, as Beth <laughs> likes to call them. <laughs> and by the way... Dark side, you should enter that con that contest because I know for a fact you can shoot a, a, a cherry pit out of your anus for eighty feet. You have to do it from your mouth. <laughs> Beth, does that be the mouth or just distance? I'm pretty sure it's from the mouth. Dark side. Wow, look at that. Oh, that was a tooth. Sorry. Start again. We have a new record. <laughs> we have a new record. Darkside Dave from Deep Side Radio. This is incredible. He's broken. Wait a minute. It's a tooth. No good. 
<laughs> Are you giving me the rabbit upside dark side? Well, I'm not going to get to the pig grunter. We'll just have to save that for the next deuce cast. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to blow blow your load this early in the show. Save uh, the pig grunter. Tonight's the All Star Game, so there's not much going in sports. But good news is Venus Williams, new Wimbledon champ, will return to the Pilot Pen Tennis Tournament. She'll play as well as Jennifer Capriati. Have seven of the top ten players. That starts August 17th down at New Haven. Chance of showers or thunderstorms this afternoon. Maybe some strong winds and heavy rain along with that. A high in the upper 80s. Tonight, continued chance for showers and storms in the 60s. And tomorrow, some clouds. Maybe showers around again and in the low 80s. 64 at 737. Well, in case you can't tell, this uh, isn't the best of right now. It is D. Snyder Radio live because we are back from our vacation. Day one, year three. Start counting, people. We're going to the coast. I'm telling you. <laughs> Trust me, really, it's going on right now. Um, but we get we have been away from each other. We haven't had a chance to really speak to each other about what we've done. We show up this morning, and uh, you know we go about our business, getting ready for the day's show. And I'm very curious to hear what my cohorts did with their vacation, much as I, I guess you're curious to hear about what I did with mine. So uh, we'll take a break, come back. We'll get a chance to talk about that a little bit. When we return with more D. Snyder Radio, this is Radio 104. D. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? D. Snyder Radio 104. I can't sell this, man. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. What is there to talk about? Oh, let's go. oh we're not gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On Radio 104. See you tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, brand new on the road with Mudbone. And Thursday, look forward to D. Snyder Radio Family Feud and head on over to Radio104.com. Check out this week's Peeps Poll Survey Questions. Answer them while you're there. It'd be helpful. Appreciate it. So we have a nice sampling for Thursday's feud. Of course, we have to get a music bed now. So you're saying some a-hole wiped out Sagan Zivas? Sagan Zivas, Family Feud, everything. The dude. intro? Yep, it's all gone. The intro was a no, Psycho Dan, that thing? Mm-hmm. Gone? That's gone. Got to find out which a-hole did that. Oh, yeah. Probably a really big a-hole, whoever it was. Yeah. What kind of... What kind of jackass would wipe out theme music for benchmark bits on our show. Uh, Must be some friggin' lame-brained intern. That's probably what it is. Because mm. the only kind of person would be an intern, and you almost can't blame them, except saying, who let him get, have control of the ship? You know, who let him drive? Some kid off the streets, not knowing a clue what he's doing. Or, or, hypothetically, sabotage by another radio show. We have five stations here. Jealousy. I sense much jealousy when I'm in the hallways. They're all nice to me and stuff, but I can tell they're jealous. I told you I saw that, that mug strategically placed on the counter in the women's bathroom, the D. Snyder Radio mug that said sucks on it. Okay. <laughs> it had to be from somebody within our own building. <laughs> So you're telling, yeah, see, see, exactly, evidence. There for me to see. Evidence, 
People's Evidence 1, Exhibit A, right there. So, how much stuff of our important stuff was wiped out? Um, quite a bit. Over 30. A lot. Yeah, over like 30, 35 um, beds that I use and stuff. Yeah, gone. So, okay. On the list of suspects, mm-hmm. Nick, write this down. Yeah. Some jealous a-hole from the country station or the classic rock station or the pop station or the sports station. This is the problem with all these stations. Your enemies are in your backyard. Mm-hmm. And we have to be nice to them. So it could be one of them. Yeah. Got that. Some lame-brained intern who didn't have a friggin' clue and it was probably screwing around with the equipment. They don't know how to get into the system, though. I'll write it down, but I'm yeah. rolling that one out. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, well, we gotta, you got to think. You can't think that anybody with any intelligence, with any kind of control in this organization, on our team would wipe out our stuff. I would hope not, D. You got you to rule that out. Why would somebody? Why? Why was you saying like a member of the? Sh- why would a member of the show or a member of management hamstring their own morning show by wiping out things when they weren't around? That's that's it's inconceivable. It's inconceivable. I can't even consider it. I mean, because if that was actually the case, I mean. Forget about it. First of all, a member of my team, I'd freaking, you'd be gone. And a member of, I mean, I can't, who? Who would do that? I mean, upper management would have to be, go ballistic. Is it possible that, like that the machine can do it itself, Dark Side? No, because I don't. The machine! <laughs> Possibility three, the machine is self editing. It's how. That uh, they all had an erase date of 2099. When you came in this morning, it said, hello, Dave. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've had situations where, I remember when there was a, a guy who was like in charge of all of the, the groups started wiping stuff out. That guy was no longer with the company, I believe. Mm-hmm. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Right? Wasn't it, didn't have a problem with that, with Pete, Peter, whatever his name was. I won't give the last names, but where he was, you know, stuff was being ordered to be wiped out and they started like wiping stuff out on everybody. Because people in the listening audience, there's memory that we share in these computers. Again, another issue, sharing. <laughs> I don't want to share with the other shows. We've had other, sh- other stations go in and actually take Darkside's fart machines Often. sounds and, and, and use them on their shows. And not admit it. This ain't a commune, baby. <laughs> this ain't a commune. This isn't socialism. We're not sharing the wealth. It's a capitalist society. F you, every man for himself. Mm-hmm. Kill those bastards. <laughs> they, they didn't wipe out kill those retards, did they, from Dickie Barrett? I don't know. Let Gotta me... have that somewhere. I mean, see, stuff like that we can't get back. See, the problem is... Kill that retard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. What about faggot? Do we faggot! Have the... All right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're okay. <laughs> no, the problem yeah. is, D, is that uh, obviously with the five radio stations sharing all the same memory uh, the past few months. I would say this has been a problem, though, for like the past six months, let's say, um, which which is being kind of generous, that the computer system has been in danger of crashing and has crashed a few times, which is not good when you are have five radio stations running. They need to be yeah, in there. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. 
However, 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 uh, <laughs> uh, we weren't here last week, and it was just Sean and uh, Psycho Dan uh, doing best of, and it would be very easy for someone to go into the system because we're not here um, and just take out but our stuff. Yeah, but Nick, you know what? But I'm Nick, somebody could, I mean, if that were the case, I'm sure if it were a power that be would look at Darkseid's number and call him at home and say this is an emergency. You have to come in and put this stuff on CD. Yeah, yeah it's not we like were, I'm putting it in other people's places. They could have called me even though it's vacation, I'm, I'm dedicated enough. No, I'm just saying. I'm, saying that I'm dedicated should've. enough to come in and, and back it up on a CD for them if the system's about to crash. You don't go erasing my stuff. What is that obviously, all about? Clearly. We got it. We got it. This is obviously sabotage in the, in the, of the worst kind. Someone is trying to destroy D. Snyder Radio. Shut up, We'll have to find out Still who. Still got that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we'll have to find out who, and then uh, we'll have to uh, straighten them out. Or her out, I'm assuming. I said him. It could be a her. But we'll have to get to the bottom of this. And uh, I've, got, I've got some influence in this corporation. I've got influence. I don't know if you know that, but I do have influence, and uh, we'll see how that works out. Hey, I want to talk about happier things, okay? So I'm not going to take this phone call right now. I don't want to open this up. See, we got to get uh, traffic. I don't know. So, okay, we're a little over there. Sorry, Psycho Dan. Okay, let's get traffic, then we can talk about our vacation on this. All right. I ask everybody, so we go on vacation. So I say, Nick, I talked to Nick yesterday, regrouping. Nick, everybody, um, you know, just get a thumbnail sketch of what people did over the vacation so I know how to orchestrate this little discussion and <laughs> I get back where is it where is it oh here it is dark side flea market in Vermont lots of beer that's it that's all I did <laughs> all week long <laughs> that's it yep I spent uh, I spent the week Pretty much in an alcohol-induced slumber, and then that's uh, not good. This past dark side. No, nah, it was vacation, though. You know, had to relax a little bit. <laughs> and then this past weekend, I went up to Vermont, and there is the mother of all flea markets up in Vermont. Some, a lot of people from Connecticut actually up in the area too. So uh, it's on the junction of Route Nine and Route One Hundred. If anybody's Could ever been there, you write down more explicit directions. Oh my god, the place is awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, you've got to go there. It's on. Uh, they have it on the weekends. It's freaking huge. Anything you can imagine is there. That's where I got the new do-rag that matches the shirt. I mean, the place That's is... That's sweet. Oh, dude, it's awesome up there. It's That's great. Sweet. And it's free. They don't charge Any- you to get in or nothing. <laughs> imagine that, Of Beth. course not. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, no, like, no, no, like, you know, charging for parking or nothing like that. Oh, you just okay. pull in, you park, you go walk around. I mean, it's freaking huge. The place is amazing. Oh, Any, uh... Denim suits there for everything, sale? Everything, everything, dude. If I saw awesome. a giant flea market, I would say, hit the gas. <laughs> roll them up. Yeah, roll them <laughs> up. The doors. Yeah. Yeah. Right, roll up, kids. <laughs> There's this one booth that had a box of fur pelts for sale. Oh, man. Yeah, she wanted like 10 bucks for the whole box, and I got there too late. $10 oh. for the whole box? Yeah, there was like rabbit in there. There was pieces of moose and deer and stuff. And I was walking up, and I saw the it? dude. What do you, you do with a piece of moose? You, you hang it up on the wall. It's like pelt, you know? It's oh fur. Oh, my God. And they had, like, skulls there with, like, <laughs> antlers and stuff. They wanted 100 bucks for one of them. It was a steer skull. It was really cool. I didn't have the 100 bucks on me, though. 
But, oh, steer uh, skulls. Are, I got a steer skull hanging in my uh, office at home. Yeah. Had you, had, had you had the $100 on you, would you have bought the steer skull? Yeah, definitely. It was cool. It was really cool to look at, yeah. Hmm. See, and that's why I'm saying somebody probably stole the skull from the garage, because people okay. want this stuff. I guess stuff, it's you know? worth it. It's yeah, so... That's what I Some did, uh, things have value to other people. But now, do you consider um, eight days of binge drinking falling <laughs> off the wagon? No, I consider it relaxing. <laughs> relaxing. Yeah. If you were any more relaxed, you would have been dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were on this whole health kick, though, prior to vacation. Yeah, I'm back on it again. No, I still was eating good. I was still uh, doing good with that. I just drank some beer, you know. And I Liquid diet. Yeah, that's not good, you know, uh, for the carbs and stuff, but I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Well, Nick, at least, you know, he had a summer vacation and a summer he had a vacation. And, and I asked him, what did you do, Nick? Now, Beth, we'll get into your stuff later. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, more traditional. And I have like a list. Nick. Started dog walking service. <laughs> you did finally, huh? Yeah, I got a couple people walking some dogs. See, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, get out yeah. of here! I'm serious. I got to make up some extra cash, so I talked to uh, my sister. She has a couple people that she knows that you know work during the day and walk their dogs. What do they do about the morning walk? You're not there. For well, that they're one. well, they're there. I mean, I could only. Do walks that they, you know they get a kind of schedule. I, I mean, I could do them in the afternoon. I could do them at night. You know. Okay. All right. So, so that's starting to take off. Would you say it's taking off? Yeah. Just, well, uh, I, it's going to start taking off now that I'm back here. I'm going to work with our computer guy a little bit, and I'm going to make up like pamphlets for people, and I'm going to put them like in <laughs> dog stores and pet stores and places because people need their dogs walk. So I'll walk them in the afternoon before they get home from work, or you know, I could get out of here for like an hour between twelve and uh, between twelve and one and walk them lunchtime. So How much do you charge? I think this is going to be a good service. Uh, Ten dollars. To walk, twenty dollars to play. <laughs> what for one time? Yeah, ten dollars for one. Ten dollars a walk. Ten dollars a walk. Well, I'm walking the dog for like twenty minutes, so yeah, of course, I'm not going to charge him. You know, who's going to pay bucks. that? People, people are going to pay it. People would rather pay ten bucks and have to worry about their dog while they're at work. I'm taking them out, and then twenty bucks if I'm going to take them to the park or play or something like that. <laughs> You know? Okay, now... <laughs> I so you're charging $50 an hour to walk a dog? Yeah, but I'm not going to walk the dog for an hour. I mean, mostly people will do it for like 20 minutes, you know? So okay. Do you pick up the waste? Well, yeah, I get those plastic bag things. I pick them up and dispose mm -hmm. of them. Oh. Of course, I'm responsible. That's a lot okay, of money. Good. Yeah, I know. People well, are paying her? Yeah. There's an untapped resource here. So you've already said you had two I customers? Yeah, I knew this was going to take off. And I've had a few people email me who are interested. And this one woman wants to work for me. But I, I told her I got to get the business going first, really, before I could hire people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is going to be awesome, D. I'm going to walk people's dog. They could email me. Nick Lind What's my? Nick, Nick at clearchannel.com? Nick yeah, 104 at clearchannel.com. Nick clear 104 at clearchannel.com. Thank you. Sean. And um, with yeah, everybody's address has changed, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's I'm Captain Howdy at ClearChannel.com. Your uh, and your Nick 104. So was it Beth 104? Yes. 
So everything's at cl- same as it was, but it's at clearchannel.com. Yes. Instead of Javanet or whatever. Hey, Dave from Bristol says that this is the going... Dude, $10 is actually the going rate for this? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Actually, nope. um, I got a friend of mine that's, that's interviewing dog sitters to come walk their dog, and it's it, they're looking at like $10 a day. Wow. That's, that's for one walk? That's for one walk. Yeah. You go up to the house, you got to trust somebody with a key to come to your house, take your dog for a walk, and then... Uh, Make sure they're going to lock the house back up. That's true. I guess for less than that, you're going to steal something. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, so people are giving you their keys, Nick? Well, no. I've only had two customers, and they're my sister's friends, so they know I'm not going to do anything to the place. But, yeah, I've been able to get into their house, and I had to meet the dogs first, play with them a little bit so they're (laughs) used to me and stuff. It's not crazy. They have to pick up my scent and stuff. Yeah, but at $10... I didn't know you were good with animals. I had no idea you had this affinity for dogs that dogs liked you or something well i had playboy for 14 years and then i had puccini for 13 years so i had two dogs i had dogs most of my life i'm used to dogs who is this playboy of which you speak <laughs> yeah. i've never heard of I playboy have a you've never heard of playboy that's <laughs> our first dog is a white poodle named playboy my parents got him and went to the playboy club after and named him playboy <laughs> Learn something new about Mr. and Mrs. Your parents went to the Playboy Club? Oh, my parents were swingers back in the 40s and 50s. This is ever called for an ew. (laughs) Back in the 40s. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but yeah, they're back in the day. They had their back in the day. Of course. But uh, to get not literally swingers. No, they weren't literally swingers. I'm just trying to help them out. just like, you know... Hanging out and stuff. They're pretty cool people. Okay, so you got the dog walking service. I don't want to get... What is this here on your list? Plotting campaign to save senior citizens Olympics. <laughs> well, this is really serious, D. This was in the Hartford Current on Thursday, July 5th. This is your vacation? Yeah, well, I was checking out... Uh, well, uh, I mean, a lot of my vacation, I was just hanging out, reading stuff. And this is the shame of the city, D. The Connecticut Senior Games have been going on for years. Years. A 22-year-old operation, it says here. And uh, they're three to $5,000 short. They're in debt. And they used to get funding from the state, which has been cut off. They used to have a 10K walk, a murder mystery dinner dance at the Radisson Hotel. 10K or 10 feet? <laughs> it says 10K. But, um, you know, I, they, they lost their funding for these senior Olympics. So I think this is the real shame of the city. It's been going on 22 years. So I called Sean during vacation. I said, dude, I found a shame in the city. And uh, there are a few people that I've, I've left messages for. This, this uh, executive director, Flo. I'll just give her first name. <laughs> well, I, Sean and I are going to save the uh, senior games. Oh, well, that's commendable. That yeah. is commendable. All right, yeah. so you so this so you spent party vacation plotting. All right, yeah. Now, what is this developed new summer drink? <laughs> <laughs> well, I dropped um I, I dropped gin for a while, and I'm drinking vodka now. And uh, the best drink in the world is uh, vodka and lemonade bath. Yeah, you, you know the fresh Samantha's. We used to have a lot of it here, D. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, and uh, their lemonade is awesome. It's the best lemonade. So you have like, well, most people would do a quarter glass of vodka D, and then pour in the fresh Samantha's, three quarters fresh Samantha's. 
but I do the half and half, half vodka, <laughs> half fresh Samantha's, and then a squeeze of lime, and that's my new summer drink. You could drink it at like eight o'clock in the morning. It's so f- refreshing. Why not? Do you- do you have a name for this new summer drink? Well, I don't know, not yet, because you know I want to play off the fresh Samantha's and Nick thing a little bit, but and the vodka too. From now on, your name is Flounder. <laughs> you should Call name it, it after flounder. yourself. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about it. See, your name's Gay Falker. No, I'm not gonna name it. Call it the Gay Falker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call it. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Because <laughs> it's got the lemonade, the which is the, is the gay part, and it's got the vodka, which is the Fokker part. I gotta tell you, it's not yeah. gonna get ordered that often. <laughs> if you name it that. <laughs> I like that. I think that's good. Yeah. So I've been working. Do you want to tie it into the donkey punch? In any way? Yeah. Maybe you call it like a donkey punch. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. a punch being a drink. I kind of like that, too. Fruit punch. Like this is a donkey punch. Because it's s- sweet and fruity, but it has a kick to it. Yeah. It has a kick to it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, the donkey. <laughs> it's the donkey punch. punch. All right, good. He's like good. a little kid in there. All right. New summer drink, yeah. Have Nick's new summer drink, the donkey punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, got a kick. Oh, ladies will love this drink because it'll taste like lemonade. You could get them so drunk and take advantage of them. It's awesome. Really All right, good. we're not Good encouraging you, that. I was just having a discussion with my freaking okay. brother. We do not need any help from you, okay? With our young daughters coming up and, you know, just a matter of time before they're out there and the likes of you are out there figuring out how to take advantage of them. Do it the old-fashioned way. Work at it. Develop a relationship. And then have her give it to you willingly. Okay? <laughs> this isn't Three Amigos. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work, though, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that is an awful lot of work, especially during the summer. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, well, well you, I'm requesting that you try to do that. I mean, you've, you're a fairly attractive man. I think you can get a girl in a more traditional fashion. <laughs> okay, don't kind of get her wasted. But Nicole's on the phone. She says that drink already has a name. Does it, Nicole? It's Danielle, and yes, it does. It's a Tom Collins. But that's made with Tom Collins mix, right? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's yeah, doesn't... but if you go to a bar and you order a Tom Collins, they'll give you lemonade and vodka. Mmm, that's tricky, Another Nick. thing you should try is Minute Maid orange soda and vodka. It sounds real ghetto, but guess what? I just graduated from college, and it's the best drink ever. What is that? I don't know what that it means. It sounds real, real ghetto. ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mud bones in the house, so. But, um, Does that mean it's bad or it's good? It's, it's, it's really good. It probably sounds really bad when I say, you know, I'm drinking orange soda and vodka, Boy. but it is really, really tasty. <laughs> okay. Hey, where are the white right. women at? Danielle <laughs> <laughs> from Prospect in the house. I see they didn't it get rid of any of those. really ghetto. Sorry, say can't. Mudbone, I think that's kind of derogatory. I'm not sure if that's like a positive thing. I know what she means. When she says it sounds ghetto, that means it's like something that was created in the hood. You know, it's it's just not appropriate. It's however ghetto. (laughs) However is ghetto. However. All right. (laughs) All right. Loosely, that also means cheap. Yeah, 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 that too. Okay. Uh, now, I'm, I'm still reading Nick's list here. Nick is Navy SEAL. What? Yeah. Is a, Nick is a Navy SEAL. Yeah, I find uh, I found out this was awesome. I was at the uh, GHO, and uh, <laughs> I wait, found... Wait, wait a minute. You're at... See, I don't get your list. What do you mean? 
I say, put together a list of things you did and, and you know, what you did on vacation, and you write, Nick is a Navy SEAL. You didn't write, I went to the GHO. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought this was, well, the GHO was a mess for me because I got there, and there's, I mean, it's in Cromwell, and there's one road going to it, and it's just a big major pain in the ass. What a great event for Connecticut, I guess. Right, Beth? Well, you were bad-mouthing it right before vacation, <laughs> yeah. so I'm kind of surprised that you yeah. went. <laughs> but um, I talked to somebody at the GHO who came up to me. He's like, excuse me, are you are you Nick from Radio 104? And I said, I said yeah. And uh, he said, congratulations. And I said, what do you mean? And he's like, well, he's like, you're one of us. And I said, one of who? He's like, Navy SEALs. And he said, I was a Navy SEAL. My father was a Navy SEAL. And um, at the Hell Week, at the end of Hell Week, um, what they do is drink their own urine, a cup of their own mm. urine. That's how they finish off Hell Week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The only difference is I... Pretty sure that to be a Navy SEAL, you have to stay afloat without swimmies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I figure if that's like if they have Hell Week, something that's like for a Navy SEAL, those are the toughest guys out there. Wouldn't you say, D? Like, probably Navy SEALs. Yes, certainly. Yeah. But I mean, that if it was just a matter of drinking your own urine, <laughs> everybody. Well, I mean, I say everybody. That would be sort of a stomach issue if you got the nads, <laughs> right? Like well, there's a few other steps involved. I so. Well, I bypass explosives. <laughs> yeah, well, some of the stuff that, they, yeah, I did not go through Hell Week, but um, I did do pro I, the climax to Hell Week, which is, you know, um, drinking your own urine. So I figured that I'm almost like a Navy SEAL in that respect. Like, we're kind of in the same circles, you know. If I see a Navy SEAL, I could say, hey, man, what's going on? And we could feel, you know, our own you know, same pain and stuff, you know. Good. That's, yeah. that's good. Now, the last thing on your list is... Um, is actually something you did. Yeah. And this this is this is the whole, the whole ball of wax right here. Went to a Yankee game with his father. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Just like in the old days. Yeah, we watched. Oh my God, that was a. When's the last time you spent that quantity of time with the old man? <sighs> on our own, probably one on one. Like I don't know. Um, I think he pulled me out of college once when he thought I was screwing up and we spent a day together in Providence. That was a really long day. I remember that. <laughs> so it's probably like four or five years ago since we've done oh, something You're 27 like that. now, Nick. College was longer ago. Oh, yeah. Seven, eight years ago <laughs> then, maybe. But, um, yeah. Was, was there, uh, now, how many shirts did you go through? Actually, we had... As soon as I get home, the first thing I'm going <laughs> to do is punch your mama in the mouth. Yeah, actually, it turned out to be a good day. We didn't. We we did it old school. We didn't have tickets driving down, and um, you know, we I, I thought we pull pulled a cool father son thing. He actually listened to me. There's there's an as you get off the exit to go to Yankee Stadium, you could go left or right, and most of the people go right to go park. And I said, Dad, let's make an illegal U-turn and go left, and we did. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> and then we got out of the car and we scalped tickets which I thought was kind of cool and um, oh, wow that was really spontaneous you drove all the way down from damn from up there in the Long Meadow yeah it was uh, to the Bronx without tickets yeah was this for the Mets game no this was this was last Monday mm -hmm. um, they played a one o'clock game last Monday well you probably didn't have to scalp they don't sell out right <sighs> what do you mean they don't sell out 
Well, they, I mean, there were 44,000 people there at the game. It wasn't sold out, but it's kind of close to I mean, if you want to get good tickets. They want good oh, seats. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want good seats. But my dad actually, my, we have scalped tickets twice. And this time we got tickets right between first base and home plate, right even where the pitchers mound. There are great seats. But my dad scalped tickets probably when I was 11 years old at Fenway Park, outside of Fenway Park. We got the worst seats ever. We were at, I mean, there is no bad seat in Fenway, but I think we had the worst ones there. And um, my dad went to find the scalper and spent an hour circling around Fenway Park <laughs> looking for this guy saying that he was going to kill him if he saw him. So I'm like, oh my God, I hope these seats are good. I hope they're good. I hope they're good. I'm like, Dad, calm down. That was 20 years ago. He's got kind of a short fuse, Yeah, huh? he's got a short fuse. But uh, it ended up... Uh, <laughs> We had an awesome time at we had an awesome time at the game, and then on the way home, he took a couple shots at me, like "What are you doing with your life?" type things. When, boy, when are you gonna get your act together? Yeah, I had some of that on the way home, and I said, "Dad, just leave me alone." You know, for the rest. we had a good day. Yeah, we had a nice day, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a nice day. Yeah, so it ended up being a good day, Father Son day. You know, that, and he backed off. And he backed off. Yeah, he was smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have had a lot of tension lately, and you needed a nice little day together. It was probably be- it was probably the weather was pretty nice this week. Oh, it was beautiful. Place. Yeah, and um, you know, we got separate phone calls from my mother to make sure that we both handled the situation properly, and uh, it worked out well. <laughs> she was happy. <laughs> so, so it was a nice day. A little good, little damage control there with Dad and you. It was spiraling out of control, and now you had a nice Yankee game. Did they play? We're not going to take it, by the way. You know what? I don't. I don't think so. But I that game was weird because it, we, we're actually talking during the game, so between innings a lot, I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. How much were you drinking? You guys drinking a lot during the game? I had three beers. How about that? But my dad had only, a flask. Yeah, my dad only had one. He asked for a hot dog. I got him a big sausage. I treated him to a big sausage. He had it all over his shirt and stuff. Peppers all over his shirt. So I could tell he was having a good time. You know, after he let it go. The only time that's ever been appropriate. <laughs> You'll never ever get to use that in context again. Did you sing him a little song? <laughs> no, I was uh, pretty embarrassed by him because he was like, I mean, he was kidding in a candy store. He was having a great time at the Yankee game, but I mean, he had mustard all over his face. Yeah, but it's the Bronx. You're supposed to do that. Shirt, yeah, but yeah. Were, you, were you giving him any, like, you know, the shame of the city etiquette tips and stuff like that? <laughs> no, at that point, I just kind of let him go and kind of bask in the glory. So, you know, he was probably smart. Time. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Beth, uh, she looks t- did some Beth things. <laughs> Lots of tennis written on her list. <laughs> I was trying to think of what I did. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay to do normal things. It was just like, really? You played tennis during your vacation. It's so surprising. <laughs> um, so, uh, and uh, and I'll tell you about my vacation and especially about my my 
definitely one of my most memorable shows, show I did in Germany, which was really cool. Uh, when we come back, let's get a traffic update before we take a break, though, so the people out there on the roadways know what the hell's going on. Psycho Dan. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. It's Ask D. Snyder Radio. Got any questions? Well, send them to Captain Howdy. Pay attention, people, at clearchannel.com. No longer will it be radio104.com. From now on, it's clearchannel.com until there's some other mega corporate takeover and some other company buys another company. Can't get much bigger than it is now, though. That's for sure. I mean, there's only like three major companies left. Plus, it's been a while with this one. Close to a record. What is it, a year? Something like that. <laughs> there's so many changes of names. It's ridiculous over the past five years. But anyway, it's Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. That's where you send all of your email, all of your questions, especially for Ask D. Snyder Radio, which is happening tomorrow. And don't forget... Brand new on the road with Mudbone. Hey, apparently, speaking of websites, a few of our loyal ones, I mean, we have very loyal listeners, uh, in particular, Michelle Z, Flip, and Jeff's Games have put together a, some sort of a, I don't know, it's, it's a website or something. It says, it's uh, dsnyderradio-peeps.org. Okay, it's an internet address. And it's I, I I don't know what the whole does anybody know about this Nick? No, I haven't heard about it. Uh, Sean, have you heard anything about this? Yeah, I actually went on it yesterday. And hey, what uh, is the deal? It it's a website and it just has some different things that you can do. Uh, it has a lot of stuff on UD, like what's going on in your music career, stuff like that. And then obviously Decenter Radio. Then it has a message board, you know, so the peeps can talk to each other back and forth. And there's like a chat room. Stuff like that. Uh, oh, that's cool. How's it done? Is it done pretty well? Yeah, it looks it looks really good. I'm really impressed. Is that the right address? Did I give the right address? Yeah, it's dsniderradio-peeps.org. It's org. It means it's a non-profit website, that, uh, mm -hmm. Beth Lockwood. Non-profit. All right, check that out. I'll definitely check that out after the show. He's interested in becoming the official website for Snyder Radio. We'll have to give it some consideration. <laughs> okay, before we do that. <laughs> We're back from vacation. We had a lot of fun. I know I did. Uh, and Beth Lockwood uh, mm -hmm. got her little list here. And uh, it seems that uh, you did some very um, traditional things. You had a nice vacation. Well, thank goodness my music wasn't wiped out. <laughs> <laughs> And, and how was your vacation? It was you went nice. to Long Island. I remember you had planned a trip there. Yeah, yeah, that was the Saturday, the first day of our vacation. Actually, <laughs> I didn't talk about it before because it was a surprise party for uh, my friend Kristen from college. She turned thirty, and so we went down on the ferry, took the old car. I didn't know the move. fabulous Bridgeport to Port Jeff ferry. I did not know that it was an air conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Who hottest air conditioning. <laughs> it's the hottest day of the year. <laughs> We're is on it? our way to a party. We're wilting. <laughs> it is sometimes you have these sea breeze. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have to say that it's a little like going back in time, getting on the ferry from Bridgeport. It's yeah. an interesting mix of people, which I'm sure Definitely. you've noticed from having. Oh yeah, well, 
I'm one of those interesting people yeah, that's on that's there all true. the time. And then we get to Long Island, and I had gotten directions because I, you couldn't call her to come pick me up or anything, and I didn't remember how to get to her house. So wh- what is with that whole area near Port Jefferson? We had to go through like, Never Neverland to get there, Camelot Court and Cinderella Drive and Sir Lancelot Circle and Wonderland Lane. I, I didn't even know about over those there. streets. It's just, I, I don't know, about Long Island. You know, you give these construction workers a little power <laughs> and they get nutty on you <laughs> and sometimes it's worse than that i mean that, i mean that's like some of them like my neighborhood is all college because when you're stony brook university mm-hmm. so everything's varsity and collegiate and, and, and you know everything refers to the school Somehow we're smarter because we're near the buildings. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I guess you, you run out of ideas. At least it's better than Florida. I live in Florida. Everything's... Oh, I lived on North Northwest 83rd Court, Aye. which is different than Northwest 83rd Lane, Northwest 83rd Street, and Northwest 83rd Avenue. Well, that works out Seriously, well. that's how they, they demark things with just numbers. And then the Avenue Court Street Lane demarcation is supposed to give you some more information. So, you know, there's worse ways to yeah. go. I was just pleased. So you had that, a good time well, on my island? I was pleased I didn't have to get on the highway. That's what I try to avoid at all costs. Because Long Island's really nice once you get off the highway. Other than yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's, I, can't, I can't deal with your highways. It's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag, Long Island. Yeah, so I, that I, was nice. I've got love-hate for, mm-hmm. for living on Long Island. There, there's great areas, and then there's just areas that are so congested, you just want to kill yourself. Yeah. And that they're in between the Long Island Expressway and, and, Sun, and Sun State Parkway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, and you, of course, you played tennis. Yeah, <laughs> took a lot of lessons. And uh, Glenn actually bought a racket, which is good, so he's going to try to start to play. And uh, he had all this big talk, like he was going to beat me and everything. <laughs> when we get closer to playing, he said things like, so you're going to show me the right way to hold the racket, right? Here's Johnny! <laughs> it's like, so you're going to beat me, huh? But that that will be fun. Suzette and I are thinking of taking up the game. Oh, you Maybe really? We'll do doubles. Maybe we'll do some doubles. Are you really, yeah. or are you pulling my leg? No, seriously. When we were I, down in Jamaica, we played just banging around. I said, you know what? This might be a decent... No, not, t- not ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> just thought, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's physical. I mean, you got yeah. well, you got to run around. You got to, you know, you're outside. It's something we both can do and you can play together and be relatively, you know, I mean, you can play together and, and sort of play each other without yeah. being one completely dominating the other one. You know, so uh, we might, we, we're thinking of taking it up ourselves. It's really we'll fun. Pl- We'll play the the electrics. Yeah. The Snyder's will first see electrics sometime in the future. Yeah, and I got to watch a lot of Wimbledon, which made me happy. So that was good. What else did I do? I had a, a family barbecue at my aunt's, which was fun. Um, not, not all that you saw You saw movies? I saw Shrek. Did you see that? Of course. I think it's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. It now, was cute. I'm a family guy. What did you think of it as a, as a you know, it was cute. young adult? It was cute. I, I liked it. I wasn't... I wasn't totally blown away by it. The theater was really crowded with kids. So that, that was a little distracting. Huge. Yeah. That movie's huge. I mean, I can't, can't believe how big that film is. I tried to go see Pearl Harbor a few times, which has been difficult. It's already almost out of theaters. Wow. And Shrek is still just sold out all the time. It's crazy. So you thought it was you thought it was good. Yeah. It was entertaining. It was very it was entertaining, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's good. There wasn't anything else I really wanted to see. I'm hearing mixed reviews about that AI movie as well. 
Well, the only movie, uh, well, the critics are going crazy for AI, but they're, it's not getting great reactions no, from the people. It's not doing well. Critics. Yeah, critics are loving it. Uh, the only movie that's getting like sort of unanimous like thumbs up from everybody is Shrek. Mm -hmm. You know, and I say it's not going to change the world, but it's an entertaining movie. You laugh, you enjoy it, keeps your attention, and that you don't feel like mm -hmm. you got ripped off in the theater. Right. At least I didn't. And, and I showed out a lot of shekels taking the whole family. I'm sure. And then, well, I guess the only other thing is, um, Glenn and I had this big sort of lobster lobster cook off bacon. It was the first time he'd ever. I mean, it was a high drama. It was the first time he ever saw a lobster put live into a pot. <laughs> There's almost a breakdown. <laughs> he freaked out. It can be quite harrowing. It can be quite harrowing, you know, because it's the only thing that we cook live. It's pretty. It's, it yeah, is disturbing. It. it really is. And, and he was very brave. And I, of course. Yeah, right. Screeching sound. <laughs> he kept going, <laughs> <and> screaming. <laughs> and I would say, no, it's the air displacement. It's not actually screaming. They don't have vocal yeah, keep cords. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> and, um, but they're delicious. He you know, was once, scared. He was like, no, I think he was feeling bad. And I kept saying, well, don't look at them while they're alive because you're going to feel worse if you start bonding with them when you have to put them in the boiling water. Because How do you bond with a lobster? <laughs> I'm pretty bad because I, you know, I've never actually put one in the pot myself, although I've stood by many times um but yeah so i made him do it but he, he was really good about it and they're very good when they're done well i have it's, have you ever done it nick put one in the pot yeah yeah, yeah. you feel a little bad don't you no i like watching them going it's cool to see the them you know alive and then you you toss them i take them with my bare hands and i toss them in the water yeah well you're twisted and then, and then uh you watch them and it's not so much like they're i mean that's what they're lobsters, lobster. That's what you do with them. You eat them. So you just toss them in there. It's not like uh, cattle being, you know, mutilated and then the beef taken off. Well, of them, it's you know? still being put live into boiling water. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Okay, it's cool to watch. <laughs> Dark side strangely silent. <laughs> and then, so we, somebody told me actually that they are highly sensitive to pain lobster. I had no idea. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm sure somebody will call and say i'm sure that Peta probably actually has a position on that i know we have a lot I'm, of listeners from Peta, but i'm sure they're very good though boiling anything alive <laughs> would be the most pleasant <laughs> sensation even if you don't have any nerve endings there's got to be some negative there's got to be a downside to being boiled yeah. alive well they stick out their little claws you know like they know what's coming so they get a little nervous but you know 10 15 minutes later when they're on your plate with a little butter they're yummy <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Beth the Merciful. Uh, uh, I did like tons of things on the vacation, you know, and uh, but we basically was we, uh, you know, hanging around the house. I got a chance. We, we put a pool in and got a chance to, you know, spend time you know, doing some swimming and stuff. Great and, weather uh, for it. Oh, uh, yeah, the weather's been mm -hmm. really great. And that was, we actually were going to have a 4th of July party. We invited some of you guys. I had to wind up canceling it because we literally had construction workers up there there until uh, late morning of the 4th. On the 4th, there were still people there like Jeez. putting finishing touches and, and we realized that this was happening a couple days before. We said there's just no way. You can't have it that close. You can't have a whole bunch of people coming over when you've got the construction workers going out the, the back door as people are coming in the front. It's just too much pressure. It's, too, it's going to be too stressful. So we wound up postponing. We're going to have you guys down another time. Mudbone came down 
to do some uh, work on my home studio, and he got to see the crib, uh, and he was he was fairly impressed. So. Uh, uh, you guys will get the, you'll get a chance to see it, and we uh, we got a jet ski, so we got to do a little jet ski in the sound, and that was fun. Wow! Dragging the mercilessly dragging the children around on the tube. <laughs> 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 no, I, well, my wife mercilessly dragged me around on a tube as well. It was really choppy. The sound can be incredibly choppy. People, some people don't realize that because they think oh it's the sound, but there was like three four foot swells out there, and that was brutal. We get dragged around at speed on that. But uh, we had fun. Your wife drove the jet ski or just you? Well, we took turns. Oh, really? Those are pretty hard to drive. I'm Poor allowed, you know. No, they're not hard to drive. They're, I mean, I mean, of course you can get hurt on them, but they're, yeah. they're pretty simple. It's just turn the steer and press the gas. <laughs> yeah, there's I know. No brakes, but there's no gauges. It's, it's I just, know, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty light. I'm like, you know... Buck twenty-five, and uh, your wife is is lighter than me, so I, I would five. get I would get tossed from those things. I'm I'm impressed with Suzette. That's cool. Uh, well, you, well, she's very active, but you got stronger than you are. Yeah, you got to also be you got to be intelligent. You can't like ride into you know, head on into waves and things like that. But she's ridden sk jet skis before, so uh, and she's very physically active. So it was fun. Got a chance to ride my motorcycle a bit, which was great. Uh, blast! Got burnt my first leg burn on the muffler. Ooh, you have to be which, do it once, never do it again. Were you wearing shorts? Well, I wasn't riding wearing shorts, but I had was I had been riding it and had it in the driveway. And then I went and changed. We were going in the pool. And then I wanted to put the bike in the garage. So I was just straddling it and wheeling it into the garage. And I wasn't paying attention. And my leg touched the muffler. Got a nice burn on there. So you do that once. You won't do that just again. Just a flesh wound. I hear that. <laughs> exactly. uh, you hear that from almost everybody who's ever ridden. They've, they've done that. Yeah. yeah, you do. Like I said, yeah. you do it once. You don't do mm -hmm. it again. You learn. It's like learning the hard way. Spandex uh, on a bike? <laughs> no, no spandex. Spandex melts. Or <laughs> <laughs> gets welded to your body. <laughs> uh, went to New York City with the family. Just, uh, you know, did some fun things there. Uh, uh, caught some movies. Uh, mostly kid stuff. Atlantis and cats and dogs. Atlantis was okay. Cats and dogs. Slept through the entire thing. I don't know what that says about the movie, but I slept the, through the entire movie. But my kids enjoyed it. And, um... But Germany was the first thing I did, which was really memorable. I had booked this show, only my second show this year uh, at all, and it was headlining a two-day festival in, uh, in Stuttgart. That's where it was, where they build the Mercedes-Benzes and stuff. And uh, I was one of those mad dashes. I mean, I left D-Day 2, got in the car, went to the ferry, from the ferry to Long Island to my house, Packed my, picked up my bags. They were, they were already packed. Got in a car, went to the airport, flew. I don't know where we, what connecting route we took, but it was hellacious. Got all over there. Got all the way to uh, Germany. Had a chance to sleep for I think three hours, and got up and headed to the festival. It was like twenty five thousand people. Two day outdoor festival. Got to run. Got to see a bunch of old friends of mine and stuff like that. Especially uh, the guys at Megadeth were there. They went on. They were playing on the bill as well. So I saw Mustaine and Mustaine is a nut. Dark side. Are you a Megadeth fan? Oh yeah, I used to love Megadeth. Wow. So you headlined over Megadeth, huh? That's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, could not believe it. I, I am the David Hasselhoff of heavy metal <laughs> over in Germany. Uh, 
And uh, and my buddy um, Al Petrelli plays guitar. He played with me in Widowmaker, and he plays guitar with Megadeth now. And I see him. I haven't seen him in a while. And I go, and Al comes in. I go, dude, you've got braces. He's like 40. And I said, he goes, yeah. He goes, Dave wanted me to get braces, uh, straighten my teeth. And he said if I would wear them, he'd pay for them. And Al had kind of screwed up teeth. He kind of had like the two front ones were behind the two other teeth, kind of like that rabbit bite kind of mm -hmm. thing. But it wasn't, you know, like it wasn't like it was like some one of Darkseid's friends. It was, <laughs> you know, it was just they were crooked. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't stopping him from getting laid. I'll tell you that. Okay, and uh, <laughs> but now. There he was, Dave Mustaine wanted him to have braces. Do you need straight teeth to be in Megadeth? No, I wouldn't think. <laughs> I mean, what, are the, what are the requirements to be in Megadeth, for God's sakes? Well, anyway, but they played. It was great. Got to hang out. But this was cool. So now, I told you. First of all, I keep saying I don't want to play. I've got this European agent, and now he's representing me in the States as well. He, I met him when he was 14 years old. He snuck into a bar to see my band play and he's been a fanatical fan of mine for years and he is the one who keeps booking these shows overseas and he's been in spite of me he's been building this career in music which i am saying i don't want to do anymore but he keeps every time he's coming back with bigger offers and bigger events i mean when you're headlining a two-day festival you get to play for twenty-five thousand people and you're the you know you're the you're the king of the world how can you say no? You know what I mean? I, it, it's very it's difficult to say no. I know. Just say no. But it's difficult to say no. And it's kind of fun. The mad rush is not fun. So I go, when I go over there, it's not just like, I all I've got, I've got my SMF band, which you guys have seen at City Limits, four guys who work day jobs. You know, they don't, I'm AJ from Twisted Sister. He plays with me, but they all got regular jobs. They don't play. You know, regularly. We get together, we go over there, guitars in hand, and I believe, was this the show where we lost all of our gear, or was it... Yes. Oh, that was great as well. I've, I've used my mic stand once. We all our all of our guitars, we, all we bring is guitars and the mic stand. Gone. Didn't make it to the to uh, to Germany. So we had to wind up borrowing gear from everybody and their mother. But Danny, my agent, I arrive, and there's a huge... 80s old school stage built with ramps and it's got the long walk that goes out into the audience you know that big mm -hmm. thing that goes out there into the crowd those are cool H huge old school light show i mean the moving computerized lights pyrotechnics flames explosions fireworks this you know this is the kind of thing that get you know, i'm like this is hysterical come on school it's like, and you come out there, and there's this huge audience, and they've been waiting two days to see you, and it's like, and it's a whole old school metal event, you know, the way you like to see it, with all the, you know, the, the you know, like a Poison or Bon Jovi show, the way it used to be, you know? We get out there, and we're, and you know, on borrowed equipment, we have the rows and rows of amplifiers, the whole... You know, you, you remember seeing those things. It's not, I mean, it's, the, the shows today aren't like that anymore. And we're starting to play, and Danny signals me, my agent, he signals me, and about, I guess we're halfway through the set. And he goes, 
there's a thunder and lightning storm coming in. This is outdoors. He goes, if it starts, if it's, we may have to pull the show. And I look up and the hugest black clouds. Now it's nighttime and you could see just how black, you know, those green black clouds, they are rolling in over the audience. So I go out onto, step out onto the, the ramp. It goes, all oh, goes out. I'd say about 30, 40 feet out into the crowd. And I start looking up there and I say, you're going to rain on us? You wouldn't dare use, I use the C word. Yeah. I've never used the C word on stage, but I had to. A four-letter cool. C word? Yes. Awesome. D? Yeah. And I said, I said, you know what? F you, you bitch. <laughs> and look, now I got the whole crowd, all these German people screaming, F you, F you, F you. So we just... I continue to rock out with my cock out. Awesome. So we're going, and but let me tell you something. Meantime, in the distance, it's starting to lightning and flashing in the background, right? Okay, and it's and it is seriously threatening overhead. I mean, these are really the kind of green, ominous clouds. But we continue to rock on. Somebody said one of the other bands said when we did "Burn in Hell," and we had. All the smoke, old school, the stage filled with smoke, all the lights are red, flames are shooting up, the black clouds with the lightning in the distance. One of the other guys in one of the other bands said, I was in hell when you were doing that song. It was hell on earth when you did Burn in Hell. And we continue to rock on. Well, we get to the last song, and oh, and we're on curfew. So we get to the last song of the, of the encore, SMF. And we're running, and at 11 o'clock, we know they're going to a fireworks display pronouncing the end of the festival is going to go off. Well, we break into SMF, and it starts to rain. Okay, so, but, I mean, pouring, but warm. It's summertime, so it's hot, you know, that kind of rain, so, and not a person moves. Now, I'm on the stage, I've got the microphone, you know, everything's electric, and the stage is covered. And I'm saying to myself, I don't know, man. Am I going to get electrocuted if I get wet or stuff? I step in the water, and I see my bass player, Derek, run out onto the ramp. He's out there on the end of the ramp playing his bass in the pouring rain. Crowd's going wild, and he used to build guitars for a living, so I figured he knows what's going on. I dive out there. The whole band's out there. It's the coolest thing. The clouds are coming down. Uh, the rain's coming down, black clouds overhead, lightning in the distance, and then the we, we hit curfew. Full-blown fireworks display goes off behind the stage. And we're doing SMF. The crowd is going nuts. And then we get to our last chords, and then all of our pyro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was like that. Dude, I'm talking Grucci, full-blown Macy's, okay? And now our fireworks are going off. We've got the sh the... the, the the uh, spark, the curtain of of, uh, of sparks, you know, that comes down the whole stage. Sure. Flames are going off. Bur air bursts are going off. It is, un it, it was so memorable. It was so crazy. It was so intense. And the place just loses their mind. And we go off stage. We go back to the dressing room. Run back there. And I said to my bass player, I said, dude, I wasn't sure about going out there. But I know you, know, you work with guitars. And you went out there in the rain. I figured you knew what was going on. He goes, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, no, man. I figured if I'm going to die, this is the way I'm going. Standing out in the rain, struck by lightning in front of 25,000 people. Great. Never Thanks trust for a garbage me. man. Yeah. So, <laughs> never trust a garbage man. So, uh, it, 
to, and to make things even better, we had, my agent had negotiated a seven camera video shoot. So the whole thing was filmed and documented and we cut a DVD deal. They're going to be putting out a live, I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but a DVD of the concert in Germany. And because to me, like I said, it's one of the most memorable shows I ever did. I'll never forget it. And to have it actually captured those moments, you know, like I said, with the lightning in the distance, the fireworks going off, the rain pouring down, and the crowd just losing, it was really cool. That was Saturday, day one of my vacation. It was pretty downhill from there. <laughs> but but it was relaxed, and uh, I mean, I had a good time, and it was great to be home with the family and the kids and, and just uh, chilling. But uh, wait, where do you guys see this video? I mean, we had some, we got some initial just like uh, tapes, one camera back, and it just was unbelievable to see it just raining and the fireworks and all that stuff was really cool anyway enough of this we got news to do beth lockwood what the hell is going on out there in the world well i have an update for you on the eight-year-old boy in florida who survived that shark attack down there you may have heard about that happening oh yeah i know uh, also, there was a naked bum run in Europe over this weekend. Unfortunately, you were there the wrong weekend, I guess, Dave. <laughs> uh, a bum? You mean, you're saying like hobo, homeless person? Huh? <laughs> no, like your butt. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I think I'd like the, the hobo run better. <laughs> I was thinking all these smelly homeless people <laughs> running down the hobo. The all-purpose Halloween costume, the hobo. I swear that's what I thought. <laughs> Also, I'll finally have the winner for you of that uh, pig snorting contest. I know that you've been waiting around since the last newscast. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, these libraries are getting serious about returning books. We have yet another arrest for an overdue book. <laughs> uh, also, I'll tell you who was voted the sexiest all-star with the all-star game coming tonight. And that story about the Backstreet Boy that is in rehab. If you're interested. Excellent. And I've got some D-Day 2 reactions. Our big celebration, the second anniversary of D-Signed Radio, of course, happened a week ago. Well, it's a little over a week ago now. And uh, a lot of people really enjoyed themselves. And I am glad, so I'll read some of those as well. Right now, you need traffic. Psycho Dan is here to give it to you. Now back to D-Snyder Radio. See my beeps? Can't wait. What do you want? D-Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Later this week on D-Center Radio, of course, we've always got What the Hell Am I Going to Do this weekend on Friday. Rob Dibble from ESPN Radio 1410 will be calling in, talking about the world of sports. A lot going on, as always. I believe, uh, how are Yankees doing, Nick? Uh, oh, the Yankees are doing awesome. Before First the, place, right? Yeah, before the All-Star break, uh, they won nine out of their last ten games. So they're uh, looking pretty good. Strong, Wish I yeah. could say the same for the Sox. Tough to beat the Mets. <laughs> We're winning. <laughs> kicking back, kicking back, Beth Lockwood. Yeah, and uh, D, uh, Pedro, Pedro Martinez uh, for the Sox, he's on the shelf. Yeah, you know, considering the fact that a good half of our players are on the DL. We're doing pretty well. I wouldn't say a good half. I mean, it's been one player, Garcia Parra, but, I mean, he probably is your best player. We're pretty, we're pretty battered. I'd like, like to see Beth fighting back a little bit. Good. Yeah, get a little 
Stand up for your team. We played the Braves. You guys played the Mets. It's all a rotating. I mean, the teams rotate. We're all. I'm talking about this past week. So, uh, Psycho Dan throwing in, you know, jumping yes, into the fray please, says Psycho. the Red Sox are 15 games over 500 without No More and Pedro and Veritech. You dick. You bunch of losers. Going into the All Star break, uh, the Yankees are in first place and the Red Sox aren't. Thank you, Psycho. <laughs> we'll be vindicated, um, Psycho Dan, in October. D. Clemens is 12 and one. <laughs> that's that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. but it's disappointing though that none of the Yankees are in the uh, All Star game except for Clemens, and he got brought in. He got brought in by Torres. Right? What? Yeah. What? What? Am I wrong? Am They're I wrong? almost. It's like the All Star Yankee game. No, it's oh, the that's right. <laughs> Uh, that's right. Thank you, Beth. I'm glad you pointed that out. Picked by Joe Torrey. <laughs> well, he's got I'm a couple you pitchers that there, out. but they're the best pitchers. Uh, managers always pick the pitchers, and the Yankees yeah. happen to have the best pitching. That's all. I mean, Seattle's got like five players in the starting lineup. They're the team with all the players, but the Yankees, I mean, of course he's going to pick some guys of his own that are, are doing well. They should got to bring a couple of his key people, Beth, yeah. and begrudge him that? My God. Yeah, you wouldn't want to have anybody from the rest of the league there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some D-Day 2 reactions. So many people wrote in just to say what a great time they had. People like Flip and uh, here Jackie from Newington, who's a new listener to the show, uh, and just wanted to tell us what a great time she had. Uh, we got Genghis John. Yes, Genghis, we got your email at our new address, Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com, or you go to the website and just click on the button and it'll send a letter to us that way. Uh, Diesel Doug wrote in. Kevin Barry said it was one of the best days of his life. Of his life. He was hanging out with Brad Griswold. That, that's, that's, that's something. That's spent great. the whole day there. A lot of people spent the whole day there. Jennifer wrote in. Uh, Tom Karlowitz says uh, that he's a new listener. He's been listening on and off for a little while. And usually doesn't listen to radio that much, but after his experience at D-Day 2, he is a dedicated listener forever. Darkside told forever. me he, he's pretty sure it was one of the best days of his life, but he really can't remember because he was wasted. <laughs> I was so wasted, dude. <laughs> but people dude, told I'm him so that he had a good time. <laughs> so wasted. Michael Palmer, Killer K, is all people. I mean, there's so many letters, and that's nice, you know? That we have people, we do something like this, and people take the time to send us a little letter. You know, letter. Uh, Irene from Stratford downloaded the coupon. Didn't get to see us, but got to spend the day uh, with all, a lot of other Radio 104 people, including Chaz and Nick. Says, Nick seemed a bit tipsy, but I was grateful for his generosity. He may have just been Nick. really tired at that point. No, I, I controlled my drinking. I mean, that night I got into it a little bit, but during the day I was pretty cool. I wasn't that tipsy. I was having fun. You're in an amusement park, so it gives you a little yeah, bit. You're allowed to have a couple. You seem tipsy even when you're sober. You've sure. got that kind of spaced out kind of thing going on. <laughs> Youthful offender. <laughs> <laughs> Youthful offender. That's, that's, is that Swamp Rats kid? No, no, no Third Rocks. Third Rocks kid. That's Third Rocks kid. Uh, yeah, he was down. He did a great poster. Mm -hmm. was hanging out. He said a thank you. Oh, Swamp Rat. I didn't open this gift. I should have opened it there. He gave me, uh, some people gave me presents, you know, and I get in the in the car going back to the ferry and I uh, open up the bag and in it is a gasoline can that says motorcycle emergency repair kit <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Thanks, Juan Brad. He had your number. 
Yeah, he's got my number. No kidding. But enough of that. We got plenty more people who said, sent in, said thank you, and thank you all for that. But it's time now for Beth Lockwood and the news. Hartford's chief of police says detectives have identified two drug dealers whose turf war led to the shooting of seven-year-old Takira Gaston on the 4th of July. She is recovering with a gunshot wound to the face. So far, no arrests have been made. But again, police say they have the names of the people they believed are involved. That stuff always makes me crazy. Mm -hmm. The uh, innocent people and the lack of regard by certain people for innocent people for other people you know it's one thing you want to you and your friends want to blow each other away you know you got issues between each other seriously i mean you know you're 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 a drug dealer and a guy rips you off you got whatever that's your lifestyle that's your choice knock yourself out as far as i'm concerned and sort of comes with the job almost that risk yeah if you're gonna do that yeah there was a time you know you used to hear about the mob this that and the other but they, they we didn't see you didn't see them going around shooting innocent people. This is the old school, you know. This is you, you know they were killing each other, and that's fine. This is you know your lifestyle. You chose to get involved, and they live by the sword, die by the sword. But that you know, just firing bullets haphazardly where they go through walls and buildings and take people out is just insane. On the Fourth of July, there was something in um, a part of Brooklyn where some guy shot some and killed some woman, some young girl. In her apartment, looking out the window, there was tradition in this part of uh, of Brooklyn that they shoot off their guns in celebration at midnight on the 4th of July. Where is that tradition? In the Old West? Well, I don't know. They do that in New Orleans on New Year's Eve, I think. Where do they think these bullets go, for God's sakes? I know. I guess they aren't familiar with what goes up must come down. The great movie, uh, uh, Woody Allen film, Love and Death. Did you ever see it, Beth? I don't know. Probably. He gets in a duel, and he refuses. He he, he draws on the guy. The guy draws on him, and uh, on Woody, pulls the trigger, and it misfires. <laughs> and Woody's got him dead to rights, and Woody says, I'm not going <laughs> to, I won't shoot you. He says, you must fire your gun, and he just points it up in the air, and he shoots it. And then, like, two seconds later, a red blotch appears on his shoulder. <laughs> When the bullet comes back down and hits him, where do you think the bullet goes? Disappears in space? No. You shoot a bullet, it's got to wind up someplace. Somewhere there's a bullet. It's insane. People just, no regard. Mystic Aquarium visitors may soon be able to view live images of shipwrecks. Scientist Robert Ballard wants to install remote cameras on several wrecks in Thunder Bay in Michigan. Ballard, who discovered the Titanic wreck, runs the Aquarium's Institute for Exploration. I mean, neat new feature down there. So what are they going to do? Bring them up and... and I guess no, they'll put, gonna... put the cameras down on the shipwrecks and I guess they'll... Oh, you can look at it over there. So you can look at it, which is sort of creepy, I think. It is creepy. Yeah. Um, Miss, uh, this Mystic Seaport, right? Mystic Aquarium? Yeah. My uh, son Jesse, you know, he, he, for his prom... You know, he was looking for something to do for mm-hmm. day two. And I said, well, Governor Rowland says there's 52 things to do. Yeah. He's not eating a sandwich on oh those commercials. <laughs> on those embarrassing commercials we have on Long Island. No, and I said, well, why don't you... <laughs> yeah, roll it. <laughs> I, said, I said, seriously, why don't you, like, 
go over to Connecticut and you know and they enjoy that it was after the prom and mm -hmm. they went out and did all the it was the next day kind of thing and uh, his girlfriend Patty really liked zoos and things like that and I said why don't you go to Mystic Aquarium you know it's really nice up there I'd been there in years though but that's much nicer I was there now many years ago yeah and he said it was great mm -hmm. they they freaking loved it they took the ferry over to New London they were right over there it was awesome oh great. California Congressman Gary Condit is staying mum, but his lawyer is fighting back against those allegations in the case of a missing woman. The attorney says police are welcome to search Condit's apartment and check his phone records, but says reporters ought to stop hounding him. We earlier made our predictions. Actually, I never got to ask Darkside and Nick what their predictions were. I predicted that, although I don't think he killed her, this is my call and Beth agreed, that something... You know, one of those things where she was so in love with him, she took her own life, you know, or that kind of, some connection there, but I don't think he killed him, but I think it had to do with their relationship that she's gone. Um, I don't understand Nick, why she wouldn't have left a cryptic note, though, because in those kinds of situations, I think it's usual that you want the person to feel like, this is what you did to me because you didn't love me. Oh, come on. You do. I saw a tape of this girl. There's no way that she killed herself. There's no way. She seemed too strong of a person. I don't know. She seemed like a fun girl. She liked doing things and stuff. And there's no way she killed herself. This guy had sex with her, trying to cover up the story, and he had her killed. Oh, come on. That's pretty fantastic. Of course. I mean, what do you think? The guys have said for three months. It wasn't a matter of weeks. It was a matter of months. This guy didn't admit to anything. And then all of a sudden, Friday comes out, oh, I was having sex with her. I mean, he's covering something up. He didn't kill her. I mean, obviously, he had somebody do something to her, but I think... Maybe she was threatening to go public or something like that. But with of that course. other girl, that airline students, mm -hmm. he had her... Asked her to sign a affidavit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He didn't knock her off. Well, I mean, you know, this is a young girl, an intern. I mean, it's just like the Clinton thing. I mean, it's on a larger scale. She might have... Can't, I think I saw her at D-Day. She had some invitations that <laughs> Sean sent to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her, her Bill Clinton said, hey, at least I'm not Gary Condit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy, he's a total scumbag when you look at yeah. him. I mean, he's a scumbag. He had to have something to do with this. Hey, dude, he's he got your hair, dude, though. What's with that spiky hair? This is like standing up all the time. And he's like in his 40s or something. Yeah, still, no. still spiking it. He's Weasley, too. He's a scumbag. Psycho Dan just sent me his, uh, his he thinks that Sean ate her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're also missing a couple of our interns <laughs> here at the station. What do you think, Dark Side? Uh, well, I I really didn't know much about this at all. That's right, you were wasted. <laughs> Never mind. First I, first I heard of it, but it sounds pretty shaky to me. So. <laughs> it's news to me. So you'll get back to us on it? <laughs> yeah, we'll be investigating. <laughs> I need more information. Alrighty. It's only been like the number one story for the past <laughs> yeah. month. Yeah. How out of it was he? <laughs> Who's this? Who's this Chandra? <laughs> what? <laughs> Seinfeld's ex-girlfriend. Uh, well, in another sad story, the eight-year-old boy who was attacked by a shark off the Florida coast has suffered harm to virtually every organ in his, in his entire body and may also have suffered brain damage due to severe blood loss. Jesse Arbogast's arm was reattached and is said to be healing well. However, he does remain in critical condition. He had no blood pressure and no 
pulse when he was brought to the hospital and there was a severe loss of blood and they're really hoping that he'll recover his brain activity but right now there isn't a lot going on he also suffered kidney failure but I thought another wild part of this story, Dee, you probably heard about this. This is oh a pretty God. big shark. It was a seven-foot shark. The kid's uncle wrestled the thing to shore yeah, so they could side. shoot we'll it and get out the arm, the boy's arm, which had been detached. This, this will be really tragic because the heroic, incredibly, like superheroes. Yeah. Did you hear about this one, Darkside? No. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Kids at the beach in Pensacola, Florida, that's on the west coast of Florida, he's swimming. Eight years old. And a, what? Eight, eight years eight old. Years old and a, a bullnose shark comes in, takes a chomp, apparently tore the muscle of the leg, and the, away mm -hmm. from the, uh, of his leg away as well, mm. and takes the kid's arm off. The uncle sees it. Dives out in the water and drags the shark, a seven-foot bullnose shark, back to the beach he with his bare it. hands. Ooh. That's like superhero stuff. Then the the, uh, the ranger shoots the thing in the head. The they open the mouth and they they get the kid's arm out of the shark. Meanwhile, the kid is clinically dead. No pulse, dilated pupils, nothing. The ant. Perform CPR. Remember, we talked about taking mm -hmm. CPR classes. Not even though he is dead to rights, just starts doing CPR and does not stop till emergency services gets there. Okay, and then they bring him in and they revive. He they said when he got there, no pulse, no no blood pressure. You know what that means? They said he was bloodless. He had no blood in his body. They fill him back up. This is insane. They reattach his arm and they revive him. But now there's all these side effects from being dead for because but his, his aunt kept pumping air into him, you know, but herself. But uh, and uh, having no blood in your body, there's the kidneys are failing, all kinds of things. And now they're thinking he may have be brain have brain damage. But you want to talk about heroic? I mean, you know, you see a shark. I mean, honestly, take your kid's arm off. And swim away. You think that arm's pretty much gone. <laughs> this guy just dives in and drags the sh No, you don't. <laughs> no kidding. I just was totally blown away by yeah, that. Yeah, me too. Totally blown away. And that's why they say, don't ever stop administering CPR until an authority arrives on the scene and takes over for you or you're physically yeah. exhausted to continue that's that they say there that's the only times you're ever s to stop once you started yeah, even if you got no heartbeat if mm -hmm. you've got no pulse no anything you just keep it going keep it going keep it going because they can revive them and you are by pumping some kind of air into their lungs or i guess you're aerating the body yeah. and, get, and keeping it alive amazing but it'll be it'll be horrible after all that heroic mm -hmm. effort amazing effort if it's the kids doesn't survive or is completely, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. a vegetable or whatever. That would be horrible. Well, on a happier note. <laughs> oh, God, just saw the message, Nick. Uh, <laughs> Nick sends these insane messages. I don't even know. I just make this statement and Nick sends me a message. No one knows this better than troll. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what it means, but it's like it's pumping air into the body. <laughs> Pumping something, dude. Oh, man, the hijinks. <laughs> Didn't abate over vacation. Well, a New Jersey man who had 
than refusing a $1 million sweepstakes prize because he thought it was too good to be true has finally been convinced. A relative persuaded the man after seeing a company official on the Today Show. H&R Block had announced last week it was having trouble persuading the man from New Jersey that he'd won their million-dollar giveaway. He was skeptical when the promotion company that ran the contest called him, so then H&R Block sent him a letter on company paper urging him to call. He still didn't. He got a phone message from H&R Block and still refused to contact them. And then finally, as a last-ditch last effort, a company official from H&R Block finally went on TV, and it was then that the man actually believed he was the winner. <laughs> you dumb bastard. They should take no, it he's away. He's not a dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a dumb bastard. Come on, do we get so many of those letters in I the know, mail? You have just won a sweepstakes. But you, you have won. You have won. You have won. And then you know you. And so many times you go, I'm not opening it. And then all of a sudden you go, Okay, I'm going to open it up and look. You know what if I did? And you never do. Mm -hmm. It's always some stupid thing for a subscription or whatever. And he, he probably said, I'm not going to be taken by this some promotional scheme to get me to open their stupid mail. But I'm glad that the company pursued yeah. it. <laughs> you know, say, okay, you're out of luck. <laughs> they said in another few days they were going to pick another winner if this guy didn't accept it. Well, he came around. Came around, dark side. Europe's first <laughs> naked bum run took place in Holland over the weekend. Participants walked or ran five kilometers along a nudist beach with their butts bared. 100 people ran in the event. <laughs> this is the first in Europe. However, I guess they have these yearly in Australia and in San Francisco. What the hell is that smell? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're hoping to turn it into a yearly event over there. Whip out Europe. everything you got and do it in the butt. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Now, is it just pantsless? Yeah, it's just the butt. Yeah. So, now, do you chop the ass out of your running shorts, <laughs> or do you just take your pants off? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe it's just see-through butt. Why did somebody <laughs> tell me my ass was so big? Or do you break out the old chaps? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's chaps. Maybe it's chaps. Buttless chap. No, I mean, well, if it's... it's 5K, uh, so it's, what, 3.2-ish miles? That's pretty far. in the butt. It's a lot of butt. Yeah, I assume not it's not full pantsless, because then that's a little different. Well, they have to wear, like, a jockstrap type thing or something like that if you're going to show the butt. I mean, you just don't cut... Hey, it's yeah. a lady. ...buttholes in your, in your shorts or something. I think, yeah, because if, you, if you're not wearing... If, other would be the junk run. You like know, we have the junk <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't do that. I like my idea better, though, the naked homeless person run, which is what I thought you were promoting. <laughs> the hobo <laughs> run? Yes. Nick, maybe you can put that together in, in Bushnell Park. Yeah. No. In, in lieu of the aged Olympics or I, the elderly Olympics. I could do that. That's another thing the i got to start working. 5K. Mm -hmm. What what do you, you got to give him a bottle of wine or something like that to get him like all to run nude through the park? <laughs> you get him a nip or something, and they're happy. Just a nip bottle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a smoke. <laughs> Stinking up the joint. Can you imagine the smell coming off that run? Oh my god! What the hell is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> just tie a little nip bottle to a string, and then they run after it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here is some irony for you. Road safety workers needed to be hospitalized after being hit by a men at work sign. 
very sign that was supposed to protect them ended up injuring them. A Toyota hit the sign, which then flew into the air and landed on top of three workers. They had been fixing safety barriers on a road in Philadelphia when this happened. They were taken to the hospital. Their injuries are not thought to be serious. And I don't know why this reminded me about this, but it's something I didn't mention to you about my trip to Germany. Mm -hmm. Is that going from the hotel, well, from the airport to the hotel and the hotel to the venue, um, you go on the Autobahn. And there's no speed limit on the Autobahn. So people doing 140 kilometers, which I think is like 120 miles an hour, Oof. is very common. But to top that off, and I've been on the Autobahn before, the phone rings and the driver answers. <laughs> so he's doing 120 miles an hour, one hand in it, and talking on the phone. And I was wondering if, you know, in, in over, over in Europe, they've, had, they've got very advanced cell phone technology. They've had it longer than we have. And, I, and I, was, I didn't get a chance to ask anybody, do they have laws against driving and talking on the phone? Do they have a problem with that over there? I don't know. But we were scared to death driving that fast. And the guy's talking to his girlfriend. I don't know who he's talking to. The driver in a minivan? 120 miles an hour? That's insane. I didn't know they could go that fast. Oh, yeah. Well, they, everything over there, everybody's got Mercedes and BMWs, and that's like the norm over there, you know? It's like the Chevy and the Ford. Because <laughs> it's made right there, so everybody owns one. Mm. Uh, but anyway, but I just thought that was... I was curious if... I'm curious if any other countries had problems or have laws regarding talking on the phone and driving, if that's become an issue anyplace else, because it's becoming a big issue here in the States. Well, 12-year-old Yannick Millen has won this year's Pig Grunting Championship in France. It's held annually to celebrate the pig industry in the region, where 14 million pigs are farmed. Come on, squeal! Squeal! Young Yannick beat 13 other grunters to win that title. And so, do we have any sound bites on there? Brings pride to his family. This is where it all begins! <laughs> Come on, squeal! Squeal! Runner up Why again, huh, Sean? Why wouldn't you have a soundbite? Why wouldn't they have a soundbite for that? Because I don't get, we don't, I'm not supplied with soundbites. I don't have a soundbite service. No, I'm just, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, it just seems like <laughs> a perfect thing. <laughs> well, I mean, not say it wasn't an accusation to you, but it seemed like a perfect thing. I'd love to hear what this guy's grunting sound like. Did it sound like Ned Beatty and Deliverance? Well, I'm sure that, that most places that have soundbite services have that. <laughs> Does it sound like Sean opening his set with Fault Line? <laughs> People want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. I don't know. He must have sounded the most pig-like of all the other contestants. <laughs> Michigan police have arrested a 25-year-old man for allegedly failing to return green eggs and ham, which he borrowed from a library three years ago when he was 22. Interesting choice. I don't know what's more embarrassing <laughs> that you've been arrested for taking out a book or that it was green eggs and ham when they bring you into court. Anyway, he had to post a bond of almost 200 bucks to avoid spending the night in jail. He said, overall, it's kind of odd that I'd get arrested for not returning a book, but I guess the library has to do what it has to do to get its books back. And we've been seeing a lot of this lately, so don't be overdue. You're going to get arrested. That young man. Psycho Dan, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Here's Johnny. We're here at the Snyder Radio. They're serious. They want their freaking books back. Yeah. Green Eggs and Ham is a popular title. That's an excellent book, by the way, in case you haven't mm -hmm. read it. Dark Side, you've read that one? 
Uh, I think so when I was a kid. I do not it's like this. Yeah, I read that one. Sure. It's a quick read. <laughs> <laughs> Just finished it. I got the bookmark right in the middle right now. <laughs> well, as the All-Star Game is tonight, they've taken a poll of women across the country. Has Kiss.com, a website, to ask... Who's your favorite all-star as far as sexiest goes? And the winner from the National League beating out everybody is the Mets' Mike Piazza, blonde hair and all. There you go, big Mike. He beat out. Headbanger, too, that guy. Next in line, Ryan Klesko. And then coming in third is Derek Jeter. Hmm. Of the Yankees. That's right. <laughs> I have to say that this is a new Dallas Cowboys. He's got it all. Fo- he's got it all figured out now. The new Dallas Cowboys. So that was KissOnline.com. Did you say that? it was a different? Different. I don't know. Some other Kiss. Dot com website. So. Oh man, Gene must have been steaming when that was taken. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Kiss.com's taken? We oh, all yeah. kiss. I invented the damn word for God's sakes. It didn't exist before I came into being. <laughs> KissOnline.com, everybody. Well, rehab not just for rockers anymore. Backstreet Boy AJ McLean has entered rehab. He's the, cra- he's the crazy looking one. He's the one with. Well, I didn't know today until I saw his picture because of the story. He has that skinny Fu Manchu. Oh yeah, and, and he's a lot of tattoos. Yeah, he's well, got a lot of tattoos. He's bad. Dude has doper nose well, candy. No, Coke. it's not for it's not for drugs. Apparently, it's for alcohol. <laughs> the other Backstreet Boys, the other four, made the announcement on Total Request Live yesterday, which was probably a huge scoop for TRL. Ryan Latrell, who is another Backstreet Boy, says McLean came to them Sunday to talk for the first time about his problems with alcohol and depression. They say he really took a downward spiral when his grandmother died recently, but he had been depressed even before that. They say, yeah. don't worry, this doesn't mean they're breaking up, and their tour will resume in August. He's changing his name to AJ McWasted. <laughs> no longer McLean. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Scuba Steve out partying with the Backstreet Boys last week? That's what we heard. That's the rumor. So I went, and suddenly he's in rehab. (laughs) Comic relief? (laughs) That's just what I heard. How did he hook up with the Backstreet Boys? I guess the friend of his went to the show, and then they all went out downtown afterwards. I hear they're regular guys. They're regular rockers, and they're just making some money and having some fun. You can't begrudge them that. Couple more things. George Harrison says, "Don't panic. He's doing okay." There was a report that he had a brain tumor removed in Switzerland. Hold it. We have to check with the doctor, Doctor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, what's the word on that? It's not a tumor. That's See, it's not yeah. A tumor. Basically, what we're hearing, he says, there's some unnecessary worry caused by media reports, but he did have some treatment. Not really saying what it was. But neither he nor his lawyer confirming that it was a tumor. So, and also Arnold says it wasn't a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's a second opinion. You have to have a second yeah. opinion, Beth Lockwood. Can I get a second opinion? It's not a tumor. There, we have a third opinion. Have you seen the recent picture of George? He's looking, he cut his hair off. He's looking kind of his age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. I mean... Well, he had cancer, a couple bouts with cancer. He had throat and lungs, so... 
was stabbed in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the guy a break. He's been through some hard times. He hung out with Ringo for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. There's that. <laughs> okay. Do you know how that wears you down? Gear fab and all that. How much of that can you take? <laughs> Sucks the life right out of you. Well, it's official. We talked about TRL a second ago. Not such good news for Carson Daly now. Apparently, he and Tara Reid have split up. This is confirmed by both publicists who say it's private. Tara Reid said the breakup came after several painful attempts to patch up their differences. So, that's too bad. It happens. It must yep. be tough to have relationships that are so p highly publicized. Mm -hmm. I mean, people go, people date people for a while and break up all the time. Right. It's very normal. They were engaged. engaged. Yeah, they were. And, and they were living together as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. I heard that he was with somebody else, and that's why it happened. Was it a guy? <laughs> yes. Now, <laughs> no. where did you hear that? I haven't heard us? that. No, I heard reports on, it was like on Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood, one of those shows that there was a rumor that he... It came from her end, the breakup, because it was rumored that he was, you know, checking out some other merchandise. Mm -hmm. So. I see. Good for him. Half the time, I'm just talking out of I swear I mean, to God. She's, she's pretty good merchandise. I know she is, but, you know, guys are guys, and they're always looking. You know what I mean? And sometimes you just got to grab it. Nothing against Carson. I think he's really nice when we had him on the show. But if he didn't have that MTV gig, he's not getting Tara Reid. <laughs> Probably not. Or uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, sir. You don't think so? No. He's, wouldn't he wouldn't be uh, giving Johnny Electric a run for his money? Is that what you're telling <laughs> <me>? Nope. <laughs> hey, uh, Jaffe from Australia is on the phone. Ooh. I mean, you're not actually in Australia now, are you? No, I'm not. I'm on the, phone, on the road here. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, w do they have allow cell phone dri and driving in Australia? They banned it about two years ago. Um, they just got rid of it. Too many accidents. Okay. Let's see, so the same problem over there. So I'm wondering if that in Germany, you know anything about Europe, if it's allowed over there? Um, I think in some countries they're slowly starting to get rid of them. Yeah, well, I mean, are you driving and talking on the phone? I'm driving and talking on the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're breaking up pretty bad. Grab the wheel, for God's sake. You're going to kill somebody, Jaffe. Thanks for the call. I'm sorry to hear about Patrick Rafter. I was rooting for him, Jaffe. Oh, God. They have roads in Australia. Yeah, Nick. Yes. Have you ever seen Dude. pictures? Yeah, and I see, every time I see pictures, it's like fields and... How about the big opera house? Do you ever see that picture? That's pretty famous. No, I've never seen the big opera house. No, no, this is the way it goes in Australia, okay? <laughs> Jaffe, I'll handle this. Relax. Okay, you got a bad connection anyway. It's, it's very uh, lush and around the edge yeah. of, of Australia and very developed, beautiful cities and all that kind of stuff. Then there's... The majority of the country, which is the outback, you know, which is the deserts and the farms and the, all that kind of stuff going on. But the cities, beautiful, beautiful. And, you know, and it's a lot of coastline and it's just really a great place to be. Mm. So Everybody go from Australia looks really happy and they, they're all good looking. Seems like it's Attractive a really... Attractive people because yeah. they're all descendants of criminals. Seems like mm. it's a really and nice place to be. I find that criminals are better looking people. Our descendants of criminals, <laughs> married to, semi to one. <laughs> Chance of showers or thunderstorms this afternoon, possibly bringing with them some strong winds and heavy rain behind the upper 80s tonight. Chance for showers again with a low in the 60s, and then tomorrow more clouds, maybe again some showers and high in the low 80s. It's 67 at 928. Well, Nicholas, how the hell are we going to play this? We got some, uh, just some more D Snyder radio when you get back, okay? Because we got to regroup, figure out where we're going. Stick around. 
More D-Sign Radio. We are back. Vacation's over. We're rolling up our sleeves, and we're getting into year three. Got a lot of work to do, Beth. Yeah. A lot of work, because this is the year. This okay. is the year that it all opens up. You said this that last year. year, but okay. Did I say that last year? <laughs> I meant this year. Oh, my mistake. I meant this year. <laughs> well, my, my agent did tell me it might take a couple of years to get things established mm. and then open it up. So he was right. I was wrong. The eternal optimist. Stick around. We'll be back. This is Radio 104. The Snyder Radio. Zip, zip. I'm there. On Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio back in full effect. We are here. Vacation is over. Like I said, we got work to do. And, uh... The usual hijinks and festivities going on all this week. All the things you've come to know and love, like Sagan's Evas. Hopefully, since we have no intro music. On the road with Mudbone, Asty Steiner Radio, Family Feud, Rob Dibble calling in with the sports. Shame of the city later this week. What the hell am I going to do this weekend? Entertainment news, Beth Lockwood's news report. What else do you need to start your day than D. Steiner Radio? Nothing. That's what you need. People, it's time to lock it, lock it in, break off the knob. <laughs> that's what I always say. Radio 104, 104.1, that's where it goes. All right, I've got some, a bunch of uh, reactions from people, and uh, so I just want to uh, say some thanks and read some stuff here. People like the G-Man who wrote in a letter. Uh, oh, yeah, D-Mail music's good. By the way, the new address, Captain Howdy at Clear Channel, one word. C-L-E-A-R-C-H-A-N-N-E-L.com. Clearchannel.com. Uh, G-Man, thanks for your letter. And Sean, thank you for yours. It's interesting. This is going to be all over the place because I don't have a lot of... Uh, but here's the letter. It says, Euro stickers make you more attractive. It says, here's a little story for you, D. This past Sunday, I'm in my car waiting for some friends and a Jeep full of guys pulls up. They comment on my Euro sticker... Then one of them proceeds to ask me out. Did I mention I'm 30, married, with rings visible, sitting in a station wagon with my niece and two-year-old sitting in the back seat? <laughs> Yet one more reason to stick one on your car, signed Cottage Girl. There you go. Hey, Cottage Girl, you're not dead. <laughs> right? I mean, uh, I'm sure you're a very attractive woman, and there are a lot of guys out there who like a nice MILF once in a while. Yeah. And speaking of Euro stickers, we've got a ton of new locations, do we not? Yes, we do. We've got a big list. Is it still the same deal? Go to Radio104.com, click on the D-Euro icon, and the whole list will open up for you. That's uh, is being worked on. There's going to be a new uh, page that will be going up. So, right, so that's right premature? Now it's right, that's a It's not premature. there. It's not there yet. All right. Well, I'll decide how we're going to handle this list because it's getting unwieldy. But that's great. I mean, you need a lot of locations because we really got to. We still have a lot of work to do. We've seen a lot more out there, Beth. But mm -hmm. I still got to look at those damn country music stickers all over the place. What's up with that? What is up with that? There are a lot of hicks in Connecticut. So, <laughs> Mud Vaughn told me he went. 
Mudbone works with the country station sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. they had a big event. 25,000 yeah, listeners. What is it called? Something uh, I don't know. it. Country Fest, Music Fest, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So I said, so Mudbone, like how many people of color were there? He said, two besides me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they thought it was rap night. <laughs> the wrong event. <laughs> so... Uh, hey, did you guys know that Rogue Golf is back? Yeah, I got. A, I just read an email from uh, Brett Hitler. Yeah, well, I don't have is there an address or something because I got a letter from Zalman forwarding to me that apparently July 14th, 2 p.m., that's this Saturday, I believe, at Rogue Field in Oakville, which is Watertown, 25 minutes from Radio 104, directions and everything, they are having sign-up and a scrimmage. Rules and gameplay will be taught. And there's more information for you. This is a game. This is full contact golf. And it's kind of hockey meets golf meets lacrosse meets football. All rolled into one. And we did it a couple of years ago. We had a great time with it. It was really fun to play. It was really full contact. You wear helmets and pads and everything like that. It was a lot of fun. And then it went quiet for a while. But Brett Stewart or Brett Hitler, as I like to call him, the co-creator. He has got a field, and he's firing it up and trying to put together some teams and stuff for a while. Is there, does anybody know, like, a web address or someplace we can get information? It's still, isn't it still Rogue Golf? Rogue That's Rogue is spelled R-O-G-U-E. R-O-G, Rogue Golf.com. Uh, all right, or you can write directly to Brett, uh, Brett Stewart. Okay, Brett with an E at it, Stuart, at Hotmail.com if you have any questions for him. We'll give you more information on that. And uh, R. Canto, who's got my back, was saying that it's up in Providence at some radio station that was talking some extensive crap about me. Thank you for having my back, dude. Don't sweat it. I've jotted down the station's call letters, and I'm going to take their job. That's my... This is going. All these people, they're laughing now as they head out the back door with their bags packed in the future. Cat uh, in Bristol wrote in, and as did the Masked Monkey in New Milford, just to say how much they missed the show. Chad from the Flames, who performed at D-Day 2, and were really good. They're really nice guys, thank us. too. Yeah, really nice guys, and they sound really great. And it is, this is a band, you know, there's... there's this is one of these bands that you know just hasn't yet got the break, and hopefully, uh, with some of the new connections they've made, they'll get that record deal and uh, things will take off for them because they're really good and they're really well liked up here in, in Connecticut. They have a great and look and a play. great name too. So yeah, the Flames, the Flames, right, Dark Side? Yeah, beats it's Moonchild. no Moonchild. <laughs> <laughs> it's no Moonchild, sir, but it is the Flames. Uh, okay. Here, Kevin, the DSR addict, says, Happy anniversary to D. Snyder Radio. And here's to many more years. Let me see if I can put a smile on your face. He wrote a little commercial. A brand new Indian motorcycle, $20,000. A wedding at the Wadsworth Atheum, $12,000. A gas mask in the production room after dark side farts, priceless. <laughs> I guess that would be. Uh, is that the actual price for the uh, the Wadsworth? What are you not saying? Well, we're we're yeah. not doing the whole spread, and we're not having all that many people. So <laughs> we've pared it down a bit. But just bought like enough tickets for everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and just ask everybody to hang around for a while. 
Uh, let's see. Well, here's a letter from Ignaps. He writes... D, I just wanted to write and say thanks for the invitations to D-Day 2. I always had a great time. This time it lasted all day. I got a chance to hang out with the rest of the peeps and Chaz, Nick, Carlito, Scuba, and Darkside. As far as the show goes, after the disaster that was a Christmas show, <laughs> I wanted to congratulate you and the rest of the team on finally pulling off a Cracker Barrel-worthy performance. Mm. It may have taken two years to get there, but you're there. And D, looking back over the last year and all the friends I've made and all the events I've attended and all the fun I've had, all I can say is I am so looking forward to this year. I owe you a lot, D. Your show has changed my life for the better. I know it sounds stupid, but it has, and I just want to say thanks. Ignaps. That was a cool letter. That's nice. Yeah, that is nice. And you know, I mean, at least people... How it starts is just people just start showing up at station events and and then there are many station events and meeting other people and it's great it's it's odd it's yeah um, it's a family and I know you people listening out there feel like it and you people who attend the events get the even a stronger feeling because we're pretty cool people actually you know people are always sort of amazed that we're not complete a holes like psycho no actually they say they say nice things about about all of us. And we are. We're, you know, I mean, right, Beth? I mean, we're we're uh, pretty happy. Yeah. Everybody here is pretty happy. And if Darkside and, and, and Nick made a couple dollars more, they'd be very happy. <laughs> but uh, job-wise, you're happy with the job, right, Nick? Of course. It's of the course best job ever. George from Waterbury sends his congratulations. As is Frank, I'll never grow up now, Blados from Mattituck, Long Island. I don't think you people realize this guy was there. Um, he traveled from the... From the north, Mattituck is almost the tip of the North Fork of Long Island. Drove all the way around to, to Aguam. He was there at the beginning of the show. He drove all the way around? Yeah, I don't think he took the ferry. Oof. He says he drove there from the east end of Long Island. That's serious. Just to, to come down there and uh, he says, that, says if Ozzy is the Pope of heavy metal, I am the made man in the metal church. Did we get him a t-shirt or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, uh, did he, no, he was, uh, he won, uh, oh, did he win tickets okay. or invitations? So uh, yeah, everybody pack. got the prize pack, yeah. Yeah, he was there for sure. Uh, okay, I'll save that one there for the Mikey Ramon had a great time. He said, uh, the only thing would have made it better is if Chaz sat on his face. <laughs> uh, I can't really that's see that That's what he happening. said. Uh, is there a shot? <laughs> She seems that she's, you know, she's up for, you know, she's game for a laugh. <laughs> what do you think, Nick? You know her better than the rest of us. What do you think? <laughs> I don't think she's going anywhere near him. Uh, okay. Anthony Booth says, thanks, Jen, from Hard Hit in New Britain. These are just people who wrote in who attended D-Day or whatever. Wheeze uh, said it was nice that um, Clear Channel was kind enough to spring for the Sony DVD CD player and not cheap out. Of course not. This is clear channel communications, for God's sakes. Uh, Steve thought D-Day was awesome. Eric from Waterbury said even Nick was cool. Uh, Mrs. Grizzly Adams had a great time. Prophet wrote in. Uh, Jay Brown missed the show, welcomes us back. George Riley, thanks a lot for that. And the last letter here that I just want to read is Nick's tag sale. D, what's the deal here? Did Nick have his tag sale? If so, why are his signs still up? <laughs> I've seen them in Manchester all week. <laughs> he ought to take them down, don't you think? He's littering up the town with his signs. But people always do that. I know. 
What is with that? You, 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 your damn tag sale. I don't mind you put the sign up there. Go around and peel the things off, for God's sakes. You always see them. They're all, they're all faded and running from the rain. They're up there months after. Yeah, they just rot away. It's tradition, you know? And no. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do they do that in Longmeadow? We don't have tag sales in Longmeadow. Ah. Ah. No and why? Because losers like you would leave the signs on the on the pole. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, I do have a few items still uh, up for sale. Some people emailed me, so if you're interested in buying some merchandise, you just got to email me, and we'll talk and negotiate and stuff. And that email address would be Nick One Hundred Four at Clear Channel. Right on. Okay, if you got anything you want to write, remember the new address is Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. 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 Taking a break. Coming back. What did we learn today is next. What did you learn today? What do we got on the line? We've got a D Snyder Radio prize pack, which includes, up. Oh, it's a goodie. We got a couple extras. This isn't going to be like weeks and weeks of a couple extras, is it, Nick? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Includes a D-Day 2 commemorative CD, a D-Day 2 hat, and a D-Euro sticker, and probably an autographed picture in there as well? Yes. Why not? Throw it in there. Don't mean nothing. All right. 860-666-4444. What did we learn today? Make it good. This is a good prize, because you're not going to be able to buy this anywhere. All right? Stick around. It's D-Sider Radio. It is Radio 104. Call D now. Thing of on. 666-4444. You know why we D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. That's oh, going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. On Radio 104. kind of weird. Yesterday, you know, thinking, okay, vacation's over, got to get back to it. And I'm like going, wow, what do I, what do, I do again? <laughs> it's not like I forgot or anything, but it's this was kind of strange. But then you just turn on the old microphone and we do what we do and loving it. It's a great thing about this job. It doesn't suck. Lucky guy, Beth Lockwood, but now it is time to do some singing. Do we have any sponsors or anything, Dark Side? No, everybody! What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. What we learned, what we learned, what we learned today. Let us speak with Jim from Ansonia. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, D and gang. We are back. I can tell, and I'm so happy. <laughs> so what did you learn today, so Jim? I was to hear you guys again. Thank well, you. We're glad, man. And what did you learn today? Well, I learned that although Nick struggles to, learn, to earn our respect, I learned that he earned the respect of the Navy SEALs <laughs> by drinking his own urine. Strange that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard to believe, but you know what? Hey, if it happened, it happened, man. It was a nice side effect. Hold on, Jim. Nice little side effect. So it wasn't completely a negative. <laughs> Drinking your own pee. <laughs> Did your dad try to bring that up during the Yankee game at all? No, but it gets... I mean, that's one thing I forget. Like, 
you know, that there are people out there who, like, what's, what's drinking your own piss like? And I was just like, you know what, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, but think of it this way. If you soon, if you learn how to jump in the pool without holding your nose, maybe you can be a Navy SEAL. Got me out of, got me out of a ticket, though, from a cop. That was Over big. vacation, I forgot about that, D. I'll tell you about it later, but yeah, I got out of a ticket. The guy goes, he looks at my license and he starts laughing at me. He goes, you bozo. <laughs> 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 He's just like, just go ahead. You know what? I never get that reaction. I, what is that like? <laughs> you bozo. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, officer, for giving him a second chance because... Uh, He's really means well. He's just a little bit misguided. All right, and entertaining. So, Beth Lockwood, what did you learn today? I learned that sometimes it takes a little longer for the headlines to make it to the trailer park. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> How long has it been out for, that story? She's been missing a couple, couple months. months. Really? That's all, yeah. <laughs> it takes time. Yeah, and the shark attack—that was only just last week. Yeah, but so. Darkside uses the newspaper as like a fly swatter. You know what I mean? It's not like he reads the <laughs> thing. But the difference it. is, I think this story has been on the Inquirer, so I'm surprised that mm. you got to have that in the trailer park, don't you? I don't read much. <laughs> <laughs> it's still reading, isn't it? Uh, Lay, laying on the couch yeah. in his wife beater and boxers yeah. with his sack hanging out of one leg oh, come on, and a beer bottle on his chest oh. and, and Michelle going will you close your legs for God's sakes you don't know you're close freaking to, the kid out you don't know how close to the truth you are <laughs> oh no I know I know the old man used to do that he'd be like dozing out and I'd be like the leg fall up and go, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't need that. I'm scarred for life. I got to write another song now. <laughs> All right. Allison from Bristol's on the phone. Good morning, Allison. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Thank you very much. So, what did you learn today, Allison? Well, um, Mr. Lantino may be able to retire soon because um, if it's true that Nick's parents were swingers, maybe he's not Nick's father and he's not responsible for Nick's death. <laughs> Wait a wait a minute! But they weren't really swingers, right, Nick? <laughs> no, they, oh, let's not Allison. start this rumor. <laughs> I don't even know if they had <laughs> swingers when my parents got married. You know what I mean? That, if that swingers is old. Yeah, but couples weren't doing that back then. The, I big, mean, hey, I dude, the big heyday of swinging, D, correct me if I'm wrong, was the 70s. And Nick, you were born in the 70s. Swinging 70s. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh -oh. Cocaine. Platform shoes, disco music. Hmm. My sisters used to tell me I was adopted from a pig farm, but that's a little different. So, <laughs> I don't know. No, they're all right. They're on the straight and narrow, I think, my parents. Although, you know, my dad back in the day, like in the 40s, might have been, yeah. In the 40s. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> USO. <laughs> How you doing, <laughs> See, I thought Allison was the same different. That if Nick can afford to spring for a New York Yankees in the ballpark sausage. Yeah. <laughs> sausage for his dad that, that he's now flush enough that dad doesn't have to keep working to pay for the speed pass. That's right. That's what I thought she was going to say, but she <laughs> did. Well, Wookie. Everybody do this. 
You know the words. What'd you learn today, Dark Side? Well, I learned that if you're ever um, hard up to get a um, um, oral sex from somebody, you just say snake bite, snake bite. <laughs> Suck out the poison. <laughs> yeah, usually women fall for that. <laughs> Only once. <laughs> There's kidding. a lot of poison in there. Suck. <laughs> Suck. Suck. <laughs> oh, man. In your case, I think you got to hit that. What the hell is that smell? <laughs> and what the hell is that smell? <laughs> Oh, let's talk to Brian from Waterbury. Brian, how's it going, buddy? Hey, good morning, D. Welcome back. Thank you. So, Brian, tell me what you learned today. Well, I learned that if Darkseid looks hard enough at the Vermont flea market, not only will he find his stolen deer skull, but he'll probably find the missing sound bites from Radio 104. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that where they went? Yeah. <laughs> There's Son only one thing. The one thing he's going to overlook is the missing intern from California. <laughs> Maybe he'll find uh, some of his teeth. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hey, those are my teeth. How can you tell them apart from everybody else's? Oh, Nick Lentino. This is good dog walking music for yeah. new business. Yeah. Dude, that's what I learned today is that um, it's going to be a busy summer, not only for me, but D. Snyder Radio. I've, you know, Sean and I have some conferences set up this afternoon. Uh, for people who don't know, we are going to save the senior games. There is a major shame of the city going on here. 22-year-old senior Olympics is uh, in debt right now. They might not have it, but Sean and I are going to help out. I got this whole dog walking thing, but um, what I really learned today, D? Yes. Is that uh, your wife can ride a jet ski, and um, I think that's really cool. <laughs> that is shocking to you? Seriously? Yes. I want to hang out she's with She's a certified diver. She's, you know, she's... I'm not saying she's not in been... shape, but when I went on a jet ski, I almost killed myself. <laughs> I was so shocked when you told that story. You have a tough time with the Civic, Nick. I know. <laughs> I know. But those things, I mean, they take a little bit to handle. So I was thinking, maybe because it is the summer and it's hot and stuff, and there's, like, I don't have, like, really a place to live right now, never mind a, uh, a pool and stuff. So I was thinking maybe on the weekends, you know, there are a lot of people with dogs in Long Island, and since I got this new business going, maybe I could just hang out with you on the weekends. What's that? We could go back to the island together. In theory. <laughs> Theoretically, you could. I mean, technically, you could. You I don't could, know going to happen. You could adopt but, uh, uh, no, no, we're not we could send out a press release and stuff. We're not even sure we're inviting you for the D-Sider Radio barbecue. <laughs> Everybody but Nick. Everybody but Nick. Nah, Nick, we love you, man. It's, you Thank know, you. It's, it's, uh, yeah, but you're a handful, What though. I learned today is that, I mean, it sounded like you had a great time on your vacation, and I'd like to hang out in Long Island with uh, you and your family a little bit more. Cause a little bit more. <laughs> That's nice. Maybe you could ride bitch on the back of my motorcycle. Yeah. Like that? That'd be awesome. Uh, you gotta get the okay. sidecar. <laughs> I'm somebody's bitch. Okay. Let's talk to Sandy from Chester, Mass. on the phone. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning. Welcome How are back. you? I'm Thank fine. you very much. <laughs> so tell okay. me, Sandy, what did you learn today? Um, I learned that when you were in Europe that you could take D out of rock and roll, but you can't take rock and roll out of D. 
No, you cannot. It uh, it felt pretty damn good. I got to tell you, Sandy. I noticed I, that. <laughs> not that I'm thinking of. Uh, honestly, honestly, honestly. I mean, I, I mean this sincerely. I'm talking to Sandy. I'm talking to everybody. Really. I, I'm gonna say this. Hold on, Sandy. Listen to this. First of all, one of the you know if if playing rock and roll had always been a headlining situation, playing big events, you know, first class everything, and you know, being king of the world, it's definitely more fun to keep doing it. When you're going around in a van, as it got to be after a while, you say, "This is not what I want to do with my life." At the same time, no way I'm going back to the road. Just no, no way. I may do a couple of weeks next summer. And I've already got it figured out. I'm taking you guys. To Think Europe about that. Day? Yeah. That sounds fun. Do a couple week of, <laughs> weeks of festivals next summer. And uh, we do the, the show. <laughs> we do the show from Europe. And we do Shame in Stockholm. You know, things like that. We do Sagen Sie Voss actually in Germany. Oh, cool. <laughs> with German people. On the road with Mudbone. Like, you know, like in France or something. Actually in France. Not made up stuff. You know, but I, I think we could do it. Cool. I think we will do it. So, uh, so, so I mean, there's no way. This is this is what I do. But if I could, uh, you know, could I uh, have a couple weeks of being rock god and and tie it all together and bring the fam and everything? That would be pretty cool. We're all gonna have so much fun. We'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That much fun we're gonna have. I think it'd be pretty cool. So I'm plotting and I'm planning. And maybe we could swing past Romania while we're there. <laughs> what I learned is that, you know, left to our, our own devices, it's pretty interesting how people spend their vacations. I mean, Beth, you did what I expected. You socialized with some friends, played some tennis, and we're uh, Beth Lockwood, dark side. Killed as live expected. animals, killed live animals. Well, that's true. You did kill a couple of lobsters. <laughs> um, Dark Side Dave laid in his underwear on a couch and watched TV and drank in a st- for the whole week. Yeah. What a surprise. Nick plotted. Most of your week was spent conjuring and plotting and thinking about things. Yeah. You know, working. I'm, I'm developing the dog walking business. I'm plotting to bring back the the elderly Olympics, I creating a new summer drink. What we call again the donkey punch, yeah, right? The donkey punch. Half lemonade, half vodka. Squeeze the lime. Squeeze the lime. It's the donkey punch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like a donkey punch, please. Got a kick to it. You could ask for it at the bar. It's <laughs> yeah, a good one. Half vodka. Hey, send this donkey punch down to that attractive young woman at the end of the bar. <laughs> Pass this donkey punch down. <laughs> you know, a chain donkey punch, if you will, to send it down the bar. It could be great. So, anyways, uh, well, Sean, read him a week. What do we got? Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loved. All right. All the other kids, they used to make fun of him and they would kick yeah. on him. That's good stuff. Jim from Ansonia learned that although Nick struggles to earn our respect at times, he does, however, have the respect of the Navy SEALs by drinking his own urine. Allison from Bristol learned that Mr. Lentino may be able to retire soon because if Nick's parents are, in fact, swingers, then Nick might not be their son. Brian from Waterbury learned that if Darkseid looks hard enough at the Vermont uh, flea market that he went to, not only might he find the missing deer skull, but also the missing Radio 104 sound bites. <laughs> and finally, Sandy from Chester, Massachusetts learned that when you are, when you are in Europe, D, you can take D out of rock and roll, but you can't take rock and roll out of D. Oh, man, 
and uh, and then and Jim also was it no Brian also observed that he'd find what he wouldn't notice was the missing intern. Yeah, I like Brian's. <laughs> yes, he overlooked that because he wouldn't know she was missing. Oh, her! I saw her. People are looking for her. I know where she is. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Brian as well. Brian, you the man. All right, D. There you go. You got yourself a D-Sider Radio prize pack with the limited edition Best of D-Sider Radio commemorative CD and the D-Day 2 hat and the picture and all that stuff as well, okay? Thanks a lot, D. Right on. And Bragg and Rice, hold on a second. We'll get your information. Uh, Allison, Jim, and Sandy, well played, but not today. It's time to go because Will Cow is in the wings. Standing in a military stance at the ready to take take the microphone and do battle as he does each day so well in only a way that Will Cow can. So uh, tomorrow big day on D. Snyder Radio. Let's see what's on there for tomorrow. On the road with Mudbone, Sagan Zayvans, Ask D. Snyder Radio. Somewhere along the way we've got this cult interview that we never played. Are they playing tonight at the Worcester Palladium? Yes. Well, let me tell you something. They're, who are they out there with, the cult? I want to give them a little plug here since we didn't play the interview. I'm not sure who they're out with on the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm not positive who they're out with. I just, so far, all I saw was just the cult at Worcester Palladium. I remember seeing this. It's a couple of cool bands. It's a good bill. Check it out. The cult, I tell you, I've talked to a lot of people who've seen them in concert. They have not lost a step. A step. Their music holds up. The band holds up. The new album sounds great. They are they are back. And I guess I've heard this from many, many people. And they are mind-blowing live. So go check out The Cult at the Worcester Palladium. Two other killer bands with them. New bands. It's not an oldie show. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. And tomorrow, hopefully, we'll get to the Billy Duffy from The Cult interview that Nick did. Armed only with the information that one of my guitar players screwed his old lady. Uh, and that apparently opened up a whole kettle of fish. All right? And let's see. Uh, oh, we may not have... Apparently, Mudbone is missing in action, so we may not have On the Road ready for tomorrow. But we will give it a try. Plenty to do. Stick around. Have a great day, everybody, okay?